2: I not a That that's no
3: Welcome back, everybody, to Open the Voice Gate. It is John here, and we have the full foursome for the first time ever. I think for this four, actually. Um, so obviously, you know, you know, everybody knows Case. Say hi, Case. Hello. Um, we should talk about your name change, Kay. Uh, just so people don't kick. Just so people don't get confused. So the artist formerly known as Jules is now <laughs> is now Kay. So, no one okay. say Jules, everybody say K. Okay. Bye! Um, same person, different name. <laughs> and we also have the newest member of the Open the Voice Gate family. He was on the last episode, but now he's official co-host. Say hi, Michael.
2: Hey, guys. Glad to be here.
3: So, this is the foursome going forward. This is the, I guess, the second lineup <laughs> for Open the Voice Gate. Everybody, No one ever likes the second lineup as much as the first, so... I have to try extra hard. That's not necessarily
2: true. <laughs> I, Everyone's going to blame me for making it bad. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I do no, like We're, we're going to be just as good.
3: I like the second lineup of Master of the Fermenting Dregs better than the first one. So oh, maybe this will be okay. They're a Japanese rock band. Oh, okay. They're great. Yeah, John, I was so close to oh, making that same reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so before we get into anything else, how's everybody been doing? everybody been transitioning to life under Trump okay? I I was so, I about
1: sent John, like, a private DM of, like, hey, maybe we don't do election talk, <laughs> but obviously.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, really, I don't really want to go into it at all. I'm just no. going to say it's been a very tough week, and thank God I have goofy shit like Dragon Gate to distract me because yeah. I've just been watching a lot of, I've been watching a lot of old Dragon Gate. Like, I, I rediscovered my Infinity Archive thing that I downloaded on Torrent, like, years ago, which, like, wow. um, I was smart enough to move to my new computer. It's really, like, it's infuriating, too, because it's missing random episodes, and then some episodes it's missing, like, one file. So, like, you'll get up to a match you really want to see, and then the matches will be on there. Yeah, uh,
2: like, back in the day, before we have Drive and, like, that, it was so scattershot on what we get and what we wouldn't get, and what what popped up on Torrent Trackers always drove me insane when something was left out.
3: Yeah, like, there was this—oh, God. Oh, okay, I know, I remember, so I'm in, like, 2008 right now, basically, and there was this, um, the, the Triangle Gate match where Mochizuki, Don Fuji, and Magneto Kishiwada, the Zurins, won the belts, was supposed to be on this Infinity episode— the thing just cut out right before the match. I was like, "Fuck you!" I wanted to see them win the Triangle Gate. That's terrible. It is really. That's bad. like a really weird combination
1: of guys that had an awesome Triangle Gate run, though. Like that Mochizuki Fuji wan team
3: is outstanding. And yeah, I and then remember who they remember who came after that too. Compared to what came after, it was the greatest team of all time. Was that a Deep Drunkers trio? No, I, I'm just saying. Like next year, we got Mochizuki Fuji. Oh uh, no, and <laughs> <In> Akibono, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So right now. I much prefer the Kishiwada version to the Akibono <laughs> version. Leave Bono, say. alone. Um, he's I I I don't hate Akibono or anything. He just he never worked in Dragon Gate. Like, just it was never gonna work. I don't know what they were thinking, but that, that and, yeah. Um, the the part the part I went to too. It's funny because obviously, Gear Destiny was all about Tozawa. The part I'm up to in Infinity right now, tozawa so is like a great fat comedy man. And it's like, wow, eight years later, this man is going to WWE. Eight years ago, he was doing comedy spots about how fat he was. It was very...
2: Eight years ago, he was being force-fed by by his seniors to get him fat. It's how time flies.
3: Other war, other that's about... honestly terrible.
0: Like, that's not even something I, that I can laugh about. Like,
3: ugh. Well, we're about to get to the part where he goes on his diet series and then turns into tozawa we more know and he love evolves. yes
0: getting past like the second evolution of awkwardness in the starter line yes sorry he's pokemon going, is go- coming out in a week and i'm very excited
3: <laughs> he's gonna evolve into um well first he, he goes to the diet series i think he beats don fuji right isn't that who he finally beats in the diet series
2: that sounds right
3: at Kirk and Hall, and then he's so excited, he challenges them to a Triangle Gate match, and that's the match that ends up being the final match of Tozawa Juku. <laughs> because they to put the unit on the line. So Tozawa finally does something correct, and it leads to the the dissolution of his unit. Well, like, fine.
2: before that Triangle match, there was another Corkin match that I remember Case was talking about with Alan on Dr. Keith Presents, that was this insane Atomicos with uh, Tozawa Juku, and Zetterins, and Super Shisha, which was probably the best match at Tozawa's career up till that point.
3: Yeah, like, I remember that match, actually. That was really awesome.
2: Yes, yeah, Super Shisha was just going out there and completely Yoshi-tonicking everyone. Like, Shinobu <laughs> showed up, and he got completely wrecked. It was great.
3: But, um... So, so then after that, of course, Tozawa ended up as one of the founding members of Kamikaze, <laughs> and, and had, like, a year where... He was mostly abused by his own unit mate in CyberCon. And then he disappears for America for a long time. But that's Tazara's career, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a
0: wrap. See you next time.
2: (laughs) Bye, Warbonds. We're out of here.
3: Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So before we get into the two shows we're here to talk about, which are obviously Gate of Destiny and the brand-new Gate Hurricane, I want to briefly talk about our awards this year because we're going to be picking up the mantle from Michael's Inside the Gate Awards last year and having the first annual Open the Voice Gate year-end Dragon Gate Awards. Now,
0: I'm going to... Since killed Inside the Gate and absorbed it.
3: <laughs> we we're Kirby and Inside the Gate was an enemy. And we, <laughs> ate, we ate it and gained its powers. Um,
2: Come on, guys. Can I at least be Meta Knight? Come on.
3: I, you're what? Meta Knight. Fine. He's Meta Knight and we absorbed him.
2: Okay, sweet.
3: <laughs> um so Inside the Gate uh, I'm Inside the Gate Open the Gate <laughs> Open the World's Gate Year End Awards um, so we're going to go December to December just like the Observer Awards and so that that'll cover from the period of December 1st 2015 through December 1st 2016 um, you've got you have until January 4th this coming January 4th obviously to submit your ballots so you got a little while here just to think about it and submit them all ballots need to be emailed too. Open the voice gate at gmail.com. I'm going to put the ballot in our episode link during this episode. I'm going to put the ballot on um, the next episode link. The ballots on Twitter. We link to it. Uh, it's on the voice of wrestling form. You can't miss the ballot is my point. The ballot is everywhere. Um, the ballot is everything. The ballot is all known.
2: The ballot <laughs> is love. The ballot is life.
3: Stop. <laughs> so we're going to go into more detail on these categories. I figure in the December episode we'll have a little less to talk about since we're going to be stuffed with two big shows. But I'm just going to briefly go through them really quickly. Um, so the first few categories are, are done on three – you give your top three for each category, and then it's three – we do a three-two-one system. So your first place is worth three points, second place is worth two points, third place is worth one point. Uh, we have 2016 MVP. This should be similar to, like, the Ric Flair Award in the Wrestling Observer – or Tokyo Sports MVP. So it should be best in ring, combined with their promo ability, combined with their star power, and like how important they were to the company that year. So this should be like basically every, all, everything coming together to who was the most important wrestler in Dragon Gate this year. Um, most outstanding, which is only in-ring. So just, in other words, you're only trying to decide who the best in-ring performer was in Dragon Gate this year. Match of the year, show of the year, those are very self-explanatory. Moment of the year, you know, Um, examples this year include Tozawa's final night, Yamato getting turned on by the rest of Berserk in the cage match, and Hulk returning to save him, a title win that you felt was really important. I don't know. Do you guys have any other examples of big moments?
2: Yashi's return.
3: Yashi's return. That was pretty big.
1: Is that, a, um, is that a worst moment of the year contender also? yashi has been fucking awesome lately. He actually yeah, so, you know what? No, I'll, I'll give John that. Yashi has been very, very good lately, so I, I repeal my brother Yashi slander.
3: It took him a couple months to get back into the speed of things, but now that he has, I think he's been good. Um, but yeah, so anything you feel like is a big moment in Dragon Gate this year, that should be your voting for moment of the year. Um, unit of the year what stable slash unit do you think had the best year you know obviously any unit that was active this year even if they're disbanded now it will be qual- will be qualified so if you really think those two months of dia hearts was the best <laughs> unit of the year God bless you you can vote for them if you are a monster Express for life you can vote for them um, they just had' to have been active during the year they, that's all that all that's required they don't still need to be active now and then the last uh, of the main categories is tag team of the year so obviously just the best tag team. Okay. So from then the rest of the categories you're only submitting one choice. Only your top choice and that's it. We have Trio of the Year. Um this was a three category in, in the old in Michael's ballot, but Michael was like he said like some of them end up being stretches basically. So so really trio of the year is gonna come down to basically who do you think had the best triangle gate run? And there's really only two teams so to choose from. So you know. Pick, pick, But if you want to pick some random trio, the team together on one show, have fun, I guess. I'm not going to require, but, you know. Uh, most charismatic, again, self-explanatory. Best baby face and best heel. Um, if they turned during the year, that's fine. They don't have to have been a baby face for heel the entire year. Just who was, like, the most virtuous baby kissing baby face and who was the most dastardly uh, mustache-twirling heel. Just let us know. <laughs> um best high flyer again best technical best brawler self-explanatory who was the best flyer who was the best technical wrestler who brawled the best most improved (laughs) who had had the who was most improved this year most underrated who do you feel like doesn't get a big enough push or doesn't get their due and then we add some negative categories who's your least favorite wrestler your least favorite wrestler in Dragon gate could be anyone that appeared in Dragon gate this year I I don't remember if Nilsawa appeared in Dragon Gate this year. He would win this award every year. Okay, well, that's too bad. That's too bad. But anyone who appeared in Dragon Gate this year is eligible for Least Favorite Wrestler. Worst unit, again, (coughs) any unit who is active in the year. So if you thought those two months of DiaHards were that useless, you can vote for DiaHards. You can vote for whatever unit you want. Worst unit. Um, Rookie of the year, obviously, there's a lot to choose from this year. You have... Sorry, what's up?
0: Uh, yeah, for Rookie of the Year, I just wanted to ask, um, because Katsumi Takashima hasn't debuted yet, but he will debut before the end of the year. Um, most likely the next Kodakaran, so I guess he's eligible, but... Yeah, you know, I, did, We're not gonna see a lot of him.
3: Yeah, so, like, this should really be, like, Shun Shun's Watanabe slash Skywalker, <laughs> Fujinakamura <laughs> slash Benkei, Hugh Watanabe, and... I guess someone asked me on the board if you really want to vote for Pita Casa, knock yourself out.
0: Casa's <laughs> not a rookie though. But he, he's that's a rookie what's, that's, that's what's he's,
3: even more worrying about all his botches. He's a rookie to Dragon Gate, I guess, is the point. I don't know. I don't well, mind if people
0: Yoshioka if you want to, you know, vote for an actual
3: Dragon Gate rookie. <laughs> I, just, everybody don't if I'm gonna let you vote for Pita Casa, please don't vote for Pita Kasa. <laughs> Why does he deserve this reward? For breaking Kotoka's face? Like, no. Anyway um best move again whatever movie you think is the coolest uh breakout star 2016 who really like this is a little different from most improved because most improved is like in ring this is more like who was the guy this year that came like was not really a major player before this year and then who's going to break out in 2017 the same basically the question of predicting who's going to break out in 2017 and then the the awards that k pushed for Best dressed and worst dressed. Okay. That's enough. Um, I have
0: support from my friend Michael. Y- y-
2: yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's an important thing to make fun of UT at any opportunity, so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Leave UT alone, okay? He has suffered enough this year. So is this supposed to be ring attire, by the way, or just out of ring yeah, attire? Yeah, no, it's
0: supposed to be ring attire. Okay.
3: Yeah. It's not UT's wacky like pimp suits suits or whatever the hell he wears <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. he
0: dressed
2: himself all by himself
0: and i'm proud of him
3: so we'll that. break we'll give you guys a month to vote and then maybe we'll break this down a little more during the december episode and maybe give some of our some of the people we're leaning toward without really giving our picks because we don't want to like you know we don't want to melter this thing where Dave says something and then <laughs> suddenly, and then suddenly everybody's voting for that person. So you know,
0: implying that we even have the same bit of influence as Melchers. Yes.
3: Persons. We're the Melchers of
0: Dragon Gate, god damn it. No, John, you we're really not. don't want to be that. <laughs> That's true
2: well you know when you talk about Gate, you know sometimes you have to talk about the scoops you hear and the things you hear behind the scenes you know so sometimes you know what i'm saying it's just like what happened with uh
3: pat patterson
2: and Ray Stevens back in, in san francisco territory
3: but not literally not literally <laughs> not... look i will give Dave out this little bit of credit Wow, that
2: that broke that broke Kate. That broke. Um, And usually Kate breaks me on episodes. Gosh.
0: You you got your revenge. No, but the thing is that that was supposed to be a Meltzer impression, right?
2: Oh, uh, I my voice is kind of (laughs) hoarse because I talked way too much yesterday and drank, and I'm a little hungover, so I can't really drop really into Dave voice. But yes. No,
0: no, the thing is that I have literally never heard him speak. Okay. Funnier to me because I don't really give a shit about him. I so. would say, look, his
3: his take on the election was better than I expected it to be. Why he let off the Wrestling Observer newsletter? I mean, with when it. you expect the worst, that's really easy. He was he his take on the election. I saw someone tweet out like the editor of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter has a more progressive response to Donald Trump's election than the Democratic establishment, like the Democratic Party establishment. And it's like, "Wow, that's basically true, actually. So yeah, the state of America state of American politics, ladies and gentlemen.
1: D- Dave's not a bad dude. I think Twitter is Dave's worst enemy because he doesn't get that like he needs more than one hundred and forty characters to make his points. And I think sometimes, because he's got such a short room to work with that everything he says is ten times worse than what he actually means. But Dave's a good person, and I'm a big fan of your melter impression.
3: That the, was a good impression. It was very good. I I've
2: been subscribing to the Observer since they did the merger, so at least it's coming coming into play now.
3: I I've, I've been subscriber for like I was I was subscribed to Figure Four before the merger, and like I don't know why I still am because I barely ever listen to the podcast anymore. Like I don't know. Brian and Vinny show especially got. Really unlistenable. Oh, like it's so of, bad. It yeah, is like, so
2: bad
1: now.
3: <laughs> I don't mean to slander another podcast, but it's probably way more is popular. This than the, ours, is
0: but. this the fucking open the wrestling of the <laughs> letter podcast? I just, <laughs> but like
3: the, uh, it's just you never. It, it would be like if the four of us hated Dragon Gate and still talked about it every month because like you would, you could hear the despair in their voices when they're talking about this shit. They just really do not care anymore. But I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Jay is right, we should we should move on from open the figure four gate to oh, <laughs> the gate of destiny. Um so this show was held at the Ideon Arena Osaka. Or is it Edison Arena? What, what whatever the fuck it is. Ideon. Uh, why the fuck does Jay says Edison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Jay Jay apparently thinks it takes place ten minutes from where I used to live in New Jersey. <laughs> that's Edison. Anyway, um so this show like legitimately sold out. Um, I'm sure they didn't actually have 7,500 people in there because it doesn't hold that many. <laughs> but um, like when they fought into the crowd and stuff, you could uh, during the I think it was during the Dom Fuji match, you could actually see that all these upper decks were pretty full. So way to go, Dragon Gate, selling I mean, out. I
0: mean, we Fuji for doing sumo slaps all through the balconies and letting yes.
3: us see the numbers. Um, do we have any general thoughts on the show before we start the matches? I
0: mean, it was good.
2: They give pyro to everyone. It felt like it was that. Was, I thought that was kind of interesting. At least it, uh, it felt that way
1: to me. Better what? than Dangerous Gate, but not as good as World or Dead or Alive.
3: See, I don't know. I I might have liked this better than World. I have to decide. But I I I had a more fun watching the last three matches of this, of this show. I feel like than I have since almost any Dragon Gate pay view in a while. So I don't know. Definitely not better than Dead or Alive. It's close to World for me. A million times better than Dangerous Gate, I thought. Yes. Um, (laughs) Alright, so, the opener. The opener we had Fuda Nakamura, Watanabe, and Shun Watanabe, their last show, really, or the last televised show using these names, defeating Yamamura Ishida and Punch Tomonaga in about six, six minutes. Shun got the pin punch with the moonsault. Um... Punch punches the are the salt, Yes, R.I.P. R.I.P. Punch <laughs> is all I can say about that.
0: R.I.P. Punch punches career and punches hair.
2: Yeah, my first note I have for Punch for this match was just Dash Punch is trash now.
3: <laughs> he's really he's like devolving. I feel like it's really weird. But
0: what happened?
3: I don't know. He, he he hit a certain point. It never got any better, and just like barely wrestles now, and it's very sad. He's, and still... he's
0: not even good at his shoot job. <laughs> no, he's That's not. The that... That's the worst. Like, can he catch a break like once in a while? That's so... I don't.
1: I don't think I know what a shoot job is.
0: He does the sound thing. Like,
2: he's the audio engineer.
0: He's the. I mean, he's trying oh. to be the audio engineer. He's <laughs> the one who played Yamato out uh, at at
1: World. I think it was right.
3: Yeah, he got heat for that, right? Because I fucked it up. Yeah,
1: he did. He so did. that is, uh a—that's really sad. I didn't know that.
3: <laughs> Look, at least he has a job, okay? At least <laughs> pretty, he has a job. pretty soon in Trump's America, that will be an increased rarity. Oh my goodness, no so punch will have a job, and many of us won't. Anyway, that's new. <laughs> KZ and Maria defeating Hollywood stalker Chikao and Sachihoko boy. Um,
0: okay. Can only we talk th- about how cute that match was?
3: Yeah, KZ and Maria are in love, everybody. They are a couple. They like K- Maria accidentally kissed KZ, and KZ looked like he was seeing stars in a good way.
0: Like he just won the fucking lottery and then he <laughs> and then Casey actually fucking won
3: a match with and he Casey to time. Hit Casey time! He got to hit Casey time. You've never seen someone so fucking excited to hit their fucking move. Excited and like shocked. Like shocked. And he was shocked himself that he won. <laughs> he and I'm pretty crazy.
0: sure I'm pretty sure he motioned to like Maria for another
3: kiss after he won, which was adorable. He had this look on his face like did that just happen? <laughs> Did really just get to hit this fucking frog splash. It was really it was adorable. I love Casey so much.
2: Yeah, and that's
1: uh
2: the yeah. the, the thing I was going to say about it was Casey and Maria like they really made the best of that kind of situation. Of course, stalker and stalker is the perennial low person on the totem pole there. So, it kind okay. of it kind of was one of the things that, like, it was good. Like going into this match, I was like, "Okay, yay, they're getting a win," and they made the best out of the match. I enjoyed it. Uh, I like the fact that Maria didn't have any time for stalker shit. I thought that that was pretty amusing. But yeah, I mean, both. She the...
0: says I mean, she did say she doesn't have time for useless men.
2: That is true. <laughs> wow. So,
3: this
1: was just interesting to see. uh this was not the Sachi Hoko boy that punches Shingo in the mouth once a month in Cork and Hall. This was, like, bottom of the totem pole, loser Sachi boy. And it's just very interesting to see how over he is in Cork and compared to any other building. Even um, it with Osaka being a very pro-DG crowd, that it, it doesn't carry over.
3: Although he had a banner. I noticed in the background. Oh Did boy. he have a banner? Good someone for him. A, All right. Someone a fucking Sachi boy banner to the show. I was it like, was wow. me. Made- it was me. <laughs> I, was just saying, was I, I mom? hope
1: all of Sachihoko Boy's like most vocal supporters, pun intended, are all like, they don't have the voice. They're like the Tenryu, sachi Sachihoko Boy kind of people that just can't speak. I hope that's all of his we're, fan base.
0: We're, we're over there like, Go!
3: <laughs> go, Sachi. <laughs> Let's go, Sachi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, was able, I, sm- I smoked a cigarette today. That's why I was able to do that so well. <laughs> um, so that was match two. Uh, K- KZ pinning Stalker. Um, match three, this was the biggest shock of the card, I thought, where you have Linda Man and Monday Ryu in there against Don Fuji and Gamma. So you're like, okay, well, I wonder who's getting pinned here. Not so fast, motherfucker. Linda Man pins Gamma in about 10 minutes with the locomotion Tiger suplex hold. There was some kind of chicanery, right? I can't even remember now.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, Sorry. Start, start, yeah, starting off the the from the match started, there was chicanery. I mean, Don Fuji immediately went for the balcony. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember.
3: I, mean, I just met in the finish, so. Like, someone uh, hit Gamma with something, I feel like. Yeah, there was a powder throw, yeah, a powder
1: uh, throw. from Ryu, and it was...
3: Monday Ryu, I think,
1: very useless wrestler, and and he has that, like, one good match a year, that everyone's like, I told you he's very good. I'm like, right, let's calm down a little... Mondai Ryu is so good at throwing the powder in people's eyes. That needs to be his permanent position on the <laughs> roster.
3: did we have... We had, like, several people who listen to this podcast who were, like, Mondai Ryu fanboys. And it's just, like, I don't understand. He's perfectly... I, 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 don't, I don't
1: deal with it well. He's perfectly I, I think fine. He's fine. But let's not get ahead of ourselves.
3: <laughs> he's perfectly fine. He had a very good Brave Gate match with Maria this year, which I guess was just one good match that like Case was talking about. Yeah. But, like he he's fine everybody let's just let's not yeah. get, let's not go let's not go crazy here for I mean,
0: he's good at what he does
3: yes like like he said throwing powder
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um that's all we ask of him
3: but yeah this <laughs> this was a fun little brawl though it was fine nothing yeah, wrong with it yeah
0: I, 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 fuji tried to literally kill linda man but he deserved it you wouldn't go to his room this is what happens when you don't listen to your parents
1: i was actually i was impressed with how good this match was and it wasn't anything special i mean in my review i gave it three and a quarter stars but just this was more fun than it should have been and it was an undercard match it was short but it was very enjoyable and i i, I think it really helped Lindaman, and i think it will help him as we go into uh, the final gate season of uh, now he's a little more legitimate and pinning gama even with the powder was was a big help to his character
3: what do, we, what do we think so far about linda as a heel it seems like it's working
0: I'm glad he fixed his hair.
3: he fixed his hair?
0: He did. He I, fixed his hair. Like, the, the Pidgeot hair is gone. He settled on one color that's really good. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I think he picked up the punk heel thing really well and really fast.
3: Yeah. I mean, I just in general, Berserk feels like such a better unit now. It feels like its own thing instead of just Mad Blanky too. And I think Linda and especially T-Hawk... You want to talk about someone, I guess we'll get into this in the triangle a match, but someone who's taken to heel like a fish to water. Like, T-Hawk is clearly enjoying being just the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> it's really funny. But
2: Yeah, both of them are such good scumbags. I still have to say that Linda has to get his whole rope situation on somehow because it, I don't
0: know. What's up? With, I, I I don't know what's up with that. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't understand.
1: It's I, I want to know where he gets the rope because there's a Home Depot 15 minutes from my house and they don't sell <laughs> they don't sell like wrestling heel ropes you know what I mean like that's not something i can go out and buy I want to know where he gets the
3: rope look okay there's a store in I'm parts pretty sure Un- he
0: made it himself
3: no there's a store parts unknown it's called the heel <laughs> store and that's where you can buy your powders your heel ropes your chains. Your blue um, boxes, and your, your yellow your, boxes, your, and your red boxes—they boxes of every boxes of every fucking color you want. Um, if you want to get a green box, motherfucker, knock yourself out. Your yellow box too. How did we forget the yellow box? Um, oh god,
2: that's yellow where dragon. the uh, that's where the hammer is that Darkness Dragon had. Yeah, you know,
3: that, <laughs> <laughs> they Darkness had that in a little dragon shrine dragon for him. Darkness Dragon hammer. Um, I don't even know what else. We're t- I think we pretty much covered all the heel. Yeah, those are all um, the
1: DG heel tropes right there. That That is 16 years of a company done in four sentences, and that's everything <laughs> you need to know about Dragon Gate.
3: Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so up next we had the Open the Brave Gate title match, Ida defeating Flamina with the Numa Uno in about 15 minutes. I was, I was a little disappointed by this match. I thought it was going to be better. Um, I don't know if Ida is, like, plateauing after his crazy good King of Gate and stuff, but... I, maybe it's just a, 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 not a great run he's on lately, but, yeah, I don't know. My- well, I talked
1: about this, uh, and, and sorry to cut you off, uh, but um,
3: I talked about this with Rich on the flagship
1: podcast that no one hurts all of our Dragon Gate coverage was erased by Pamela, the evil Skype lady. Um, <laughs> but this was like one of those, it was perfectly fine, but when you put Eita and Flamita on paper, you expect this insane match, and my issue with it was was that Eita was... He was very good, but I wanted to see him attack the arm more. And so when he locked in numero uno around 14 minutes of the match, I was like, oh, okay, Flamini's gonna reach the ropes and instead. I mean, Ada cranked the hold because it's, you know, Flamida doesn't take fall, so this was a big deal when he submitted, but I didn't feel like they led up to that enough. So the finish felt really abrupt to me. And I'm someone that an abrupt finish is gonna hurt any match. Like I, you know, the finish to me is the most important part, and a good finish is gonna help you out in my mind, and a bad finish really hurts the match. Uh, so this was fine, but when you put these two on paper I expect a lot more
2: Yeah, uh, I think one of the things about it was like along the same lines with abruptness, it felt like it had like one more gear that I was hoping and expecting yes, it to I th- to kick I thought
3: into. So too, Mike.
2: Yeah. And the the one the one thing that I really did dig from this match was there was this one sequence that there was like a handspring takedown right into an arm bar that was just like, what? Okay, that's sweet as hell. Like, that. Like, I was hoping to get more of that kind of stuff out of this match rather than. I don't know. This was the uh, top singles match on the show, and not that I thought they were going to have the Dragon Gate 30 minute open Dream Gate match, but I. I I really came into this, I wrote this in on our preview at Voices of Wrestling that this was the match that Ada kind of needed to solidify his reign, and it didn't
3: happen. Yeah. So, who's, who's his final game opponent going to be, I wonder? I don't know. It's
2: not going to be uh, who- I... Linda. No. Hmm.
3: You could kinda... do T-Hawk. T- oh, wait, no, T-Hawk's too heavy. Damn.
2: Yeah. T-Hawk's a big no, boy. T-
3: Hawk
0: wouldn't shoot for the yeah. Um. And something else... I mean, maybe it's because I'm too easily entertained or not as harsh of a critic as you guys are, but I thought this was good. I, I, really, I really liked it. I thought it showcased both of their strengths really well. I don't know. I, like I said, maybe
1: I'm too easily entertained, but... Well, and for... I- I think it fell victim to my expectations, because, I mean, these are... When I think about A-10 Flips, I'm going, oh my gosh, this match, I mean, this could be the greatest thing ever. Then it's very good, and I'm left disappointed. So it's it's more of a, a fault on, on me and, and what I was expecting going into it than anything the two performers did, because they killed it out there.
3: Yeah, I basically agree. It, it was just a little disappointing for me, but it doesn't mean it wasn't good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I know you said... I, I know none of you said it wasn't good, but... Just... Putting my opinion out there. <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> but yeah, as for Final Gate, I really have no clue right now.
3: Yeah, it's gonna um, be.
2: Easy. I, I do have a crazy idea.
1: Let's hear it. Shoot.
2: I think it's, uh, and we'll get into the, this when we talk about Corkin. I think it, give it. Let the big cat have the chance. Hiya. <laughs> you. Really I mean yeah. i I mean, he's gunning for Ada. he says he wants to be big in the Bravegate scene. I mean, yeah, he is still a rookie, and he still is going to get the crap kicked out of him for a while as a rookie, but there's no it's not really a time he could switch the title off of Ada. They don't have anyone they're building up for it, so why not?
3: I would do you know what I'd like to see? I think not a shot in a while, maybe KZ.
1: That's that's who I was thinking, John. I, I would like a nice KZ uh, title challenge and then him losing, but a nice title challenge to end the year. I think that would do uh that'd be a nice way to cap off
0: KZ's year. Like I just lost you for a minute. Can y'all repeat what you just said? Oh,
3: we just said we were thinking maybe KZ.
0: Yes, I agree. Let's move on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow, okay. No,
0: I was thinking, you know, awesome. um well, no, I had an idea and I know this is something that I talk about on every single fucking episode of this podcast. Um, but, um, you know, since he's not going to be busy defending the title he, st- he should still have at final gates, Kalletora
1: could get the shot.
3: Yeah, that, that could work too. Yeah, I that could. would be
1: awesome. They've had one tremendous singles match in the past. i would be more than open to them doing that again.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be happening for obvious reasons, but I'm open
3: to it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, so meow. the K is going to explode soon here in a, in a second, folks, but before that, we have the Open the Trial Gate 3-way title match, the Jimmys, Genki, Ryu Saito, and Kanda against Wachizuki, Big R Shimizu, and Peter Kasa, the unaffiliateds, I guess, and Brother Yashi, T-Hawk, and Cyber Kong. Uh The first pin was T-Hawk pitting Shimizu with the Norte, I guess that's what he calls his cradle thing, in about 18 minutes and Horaguchi pinning Cyber with the backside from Heaven in about 21 and a half minutes. I love this match. This was like, okay, I, I made fun of this match going in and I wasn't, because it's was like, oh, a throw together trial gate three-way, da da, da da And they went out there and made me look like an idiot because this match is fucking awesome. Like, it totally blew away my expectations. I really loved this match. And I put a lot of that to, um, I mean, obviously Mochizuki owns... Big R Shimizu, all his exchange with T Hawk. That that rivalry now, to me, has like a a totally new fire under it now. They're both in the same unit, and T Hawk turned on him again and, you know, went off to join uh, Berserk. So that, that, that like natural generational thing, that's way cooler to me now with T Hawk and Shimizu after they had teamed together with Seer. And just, again, similar to Shingo and Baby Hulk, I guess. And the berserk team was awesome cyber kong fucking owns in these matches i always forget because he's so bad in singles matches and he'll go long stretches without like doing anything but in these tribal gate matches he's fucking awesome so i don't know i love this match
1: um i think the the important thing to note here is that genki horiguchi still kicks ass like i'm biased like Horiguchi is one of my 10 favorite wrestlers ever. And I, I'm completely serious. Like, that's not an ironic thing. I love Genki Horiguchi. And this is one of those matches where you look at him. in in the last half of this match, and his backslide from heaven on Cyber Kong in the finish, and you go, oh my goodness, this guy's a genius. I mean, he is so good at constructing these finishes that have everyone on their feet, and the backslide from heaven is my favorite thing in wrestling because I love the idea of a a roll-up being a legitimate finish and people not being able to escape it. It's like this magical hold, and he does that on Cyber Kong gets the win, and like John, I I love this match.
3: Also, Cyber... Cyber's like weakness to flash pins over the years. The fact that they kept that up year after year was really funny to me. That's a really cool little callback that just you—you you always know Cyber Kong can get pinned by the flash pin. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, some of the things that I liked in the match were
2: that T Hawk did this fucking murderous top rope chop to Conda, and that was like one of like the loudest ones I've heard, and I've. I really going back to what we we're saying, like we kind of like this new scumbag T Hawk, like him doing stuff like that, which, which fits a heel moveset so much more than when he would do it with uh, with the face end of Millennials and Monster Express, and then also like there's like these little callbacks that they that they did like the M2K kick to the balls to Yoshi, like yes that was awesome. Like I, I'm a huge M2K fan. I, I've always enjoyed that, that them as a unit and seeing them just like pull out stuff like that that people don't see maybe they, they do something like that once every four years, but for like the old Dragon Gate fans or Toribon fans, it's like, holy crap, I remember that move. That was sweet. so And then I think that we'd be remiss if we don't talk about a young man who made his presence known in the match, and that is Katoka showing back up And making things horrible (laughs) for them.
3: Katoka is so awesome. The crowd went nuts for this, by the way. What? For Katoka's run-in. So did I. (laughs) Katoka is so great. I love him so much. I'm
1: I'm not on Team Katoka, but when he came through the crowd, I was like, alright, I'm into this now. Good for him. He's made me care (laughs) about him. The, these
0: Kotoka run ins are even better if when he runs out, you just imagine the Benny Hill music playing over the scene. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they chasing him away and then you get the Benny Hill music going. Yeah. And He's just the yeah,
0: no, I love it. And I love how he came in with a berserk shirt and then took it off and under the underneath was a Dragon Gate shirt.
3: Yeah. I don't know,
0: I'm probably the only one who noticed that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. So that I was paid cool.
0: such attention to Kotoka.
3: Where where are we thinking
1: Ko- Kotoka goes from here? Is he gonna sort of join up with Yoshino and Shimazu in a new unit? Yeah. Is he gonna join Over Generation? Where it's do we, we see Kotoka I mean, falling in we're, line? We're,
0: we're gonna get we're gonna get to it when we talk yeah, about Kakun. To- but I, okay. I really think he's he's getting into a new unit.
3: Yeah. I th- I think he might be come- gonna
0: be called. World 1,
1: Universal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, so, so, Hori, so So yeah, this triangle Gate match is awesome. So, am I the only one that, like, thinks, that sees scummy Heel T-Hawk as finally being his ticket to the main event after they wanted it for so long? Like, I would be totally fine yeah. with Heel T-Hawk as Dreamgate champion. I've, I think... Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, yeah, I know that there's, like kind of a consensus going around that a lot of people think T-Hawk's the next champion and this might be the ticket to that. I think that I would like to see him maybe have a useful gate and Triangle Gate run beforehand. And I think that also, like, I would think that I would build him up actually at, and this is going to be going out there, I'd build him up actually as a challenger at Kobe World. Have him win King of Gate and have him just have a killer... 2017, leading up to it.
0: Yeah. Who do you think is gonna be the champion by Kobe World
3: 202017? Nerydoi. Doi, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Get over K. Doi is awesome. I I will say this about uh, Doi um, is awesome,
0: but I've I've already said my piece about him as the top guy, so I'm not gonna ramble on about it again.
3: I just think Doi deserves another chance. He's been so good lately. Hashtag I will say this about, about, <laughs> <laughs> about T-Hawk
1: as a heel champion, and that's that I think this is how he's going to get his his at least his first Dreamgate run, and that this will how he's ushered into the main event scene. I think it's too soon, though, because I don't know how you can compare uh, or how the fans won't compare T-Hawk as a heel and this brute and this bully to Shingo, who's been doing the same thing for 18 months now and it's an issue where I think they're a little too similar if they were both in the main event scene, whereas yeah. right now, like, T-Hawk's mm-hmm. in the middle of the card and Shingo's still in the main event, and I think it really balances out for a Zerk, and it works really well, whereas if T-Hawk mm-hmm. were to challenge at Final Gate or at a, at a Champion Gate show or maybe even World, depending on what Shingo's doing then, I think it's a little too soon, but I think he's definitely headed in the right direction.
3: So we all know this is going to lead to a fucking Shingo Face turn, right? Like, that's where this is going to end up going yeah which is my it.
1: biggest problem with
3: that <laughs> t-hawks gonna win the dream gate and then shingo is gonna be like you know hey what's going on here i'm supposed to be the leader and i'm gonna kick him out it makes me very sad but because shingo is such a great I meal, mean, Resur-
0: i don't dead by then but...
3: <laughs> i don't need any more shingo babyface runs anyway um so they opened the twin gate match to semi-main event
0: are you Shima, sure
3: you want to get into this? Shima and Dragon Kid defeating Jimmy Susumu and Jimmy Kagatora. <laughs> Dragon Kid I'm pinning so Susumu. happy
0: for Dragon Kid, he deserves to be the Twin Gate champions.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon <laughs> Kid pinning Susumu in 21 and a half minutes with the Ultra also Arcana. That's Shima. Are we going to have our debate now, okay?
0: No, I don't, yeah, I don't really Yeah, we to... are going to have our debate. <laughs> and I'm ready to throw things.
2: Uh. <laughs> I, I thought that before we we get into it I felt that like oh, the match was fucking stellar. Yeah, yeah, I love Let's that. Get that out of the way. Yeah, the match was other than the emotional aspects of the main event, I thought this was the best match on the show. I I love how they practically had to murder Susumu. Like they like they did not have Yokosuka Ichome go down weak. Like they made they, like they went out on their shield in this match and also, on, in my notebook, as I take notes as I watch matches, I wrote down, DK loves the folding up bump, like, whoa. Like, he, like, got, <laughs> he, like, there were some of the, the Jumbo Nokachis he took that he basically, like, went into a ball as he hit the mat, and it was great.
1: It's scary because he's old now and like he took he takes a jumbo no-catch on the apron at one point in the match and then just jumps on his neck to take the bump and it's like you t- you're not this isn't 2000 anymore like he can't be falling on his neck so much but he does and it looks cool.
0: DK is only 40 years old. So
1: he has I mean, some powers. I think I think what? that speaks to the roster as a whole that we've got, you know, the, the man who, we're going to say his name's Shima, I mean, he he's up there in age, and Dragon Kid's up there in age, and you've obviously got Mochizuki and Fuji, and these guys have adapted to where they are still able to be spectacular, but they're in a it, totally in a in a
3: different way than where they were in case, 1999, 2000, 2001.
0: Case, 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 you're possessed again.
3: Yeah, oh. hang up on you. Hold on, I'm going to call you back, Case. Okay?
2: <laughs> no. I thought oh.
3: that...
1: I thought that my program actually worked. Case, are you there? I was, I was thinking we were going to get through an episode without me having Wait.
3: problems. Well, you're back. Mike, Mr.
0: you what? are recording, right?
1: Yes, I
3: am.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, okay. Case, are you back? Are you alive? Yes.
1: I think I'm, okay, I cool. think I'm all right.
0: Okay. So, yeah, no, DK, DK is only 40 years old. He's He's not that old. Don't say that, please.
1: Well, the, I, that was, it wasn't supposed to be a slam and DK. I mean, the, the point is that the Dragon Gate roster gets older, but these guys are still able to perform in a way that's spectacular. It's just different from what they were doing 15 years ago, and I think that's credit to everyone across the board, that first-generation Torimon class of the, the Shimas and the DKs, and then you know he didn't come up with the Torimon system, but Mochizuki, and then you got Fuji, who was also an Ultimo trainee, that speaks to them as all-time great wrestlers, and it just so happens that Dragon Kid is... Older than most people, on the re- in the wrestling world, and insists. is! that's step. just what I
0: mean. That if DK is old, then what does that make Mochi?
1: I'm still in denial. Seasoned. <laughs> Masaki Mochizuki yes. is unlike any other Delicious. human to the point that I'm not entirely convinced he's a human. <laughs> like, because I, I watched Mochizuki in that okay, Triangle Match, and Harry it's Harry. like this man is almost as old as my father. Shit. Okay. And. There's Jeez. one thing
0: that I forgot to mention in the Triangle Gate match is how fucking cool is that Sunka Yiri into the Shotput Slam?
1: That's the best.
0: That Mochi and, and Bedar do.
2: Yeah, I'd be totally down for them getting a twin That's run. That's
0: the fucking coolest thing ever.
2: Yeah, it was great.
1: And it's okay, just okay, that thing you. of like, Mochi's, Sorry, like four, Mochi's like 47, and I'm convinced he has better cardio than anyone else. 46.
3: He's almost 47. Anyways, was, that? was there like a typhoon here just now? <laughs> Jesus. What? I don't know. That shushing was like. <laughs> Never mind. All right. So <laughs> okay, we... whatever. Have we, have so we gotten more yelling? Three
0: and... years old. He he does the bumps. He does the wrestling yeah. thing, and he does it well.
3: Yeah. So this, this was this was awesome. I know Kay is not a Shima fan, but. I'm willing to give their title reign a chance. I don't think okay, it's going to be so, long. Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. All right. Let's not get it twisted here. Because I've tried to explain myself about 40,000 million times. Well,
3: that's a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> what? I just said that's a lot and of
0: times. That's a lot of times, but I've had to say it, you know, after certain people told me they didn't care. Um, is that... I I I am a fan of Shima. I'm just not a fan of Shima in the title scene. And I've said this over and over again, and I've said it on episodes of this podcast. I said it when he was in the Triangle Gate match at World. I said it in our year in review when I said I talked about how weird it was that he was in the Triangle Gate title tournament with the kids when he fucking vacated those fucking titles. So I am just tired of hearing people being like, "Oh, this new hate of Shima is really silly, blah blah blah." For, because first of all, it's not fucking new. I've been saying for almost a fucking year that I'm fucking tired of fucking Shima in the fucking title scene. So stop being so fucking obtuse.
1: Thank you. Well, well I I mean, it's not I mean, it's not up for debate because it's your opinion. I think that's totally fair and I totally understand where you're coming from. I just think it's l- less of an issue than you do. Uh, like, to me, like, him winning the Trong Gate, it's like, okay, w- whatever, like, I'm happy for him, whatever, he's gonna, I think he's gonna have a great run with Dragon Kid, if he was getting a Dreamgate shot, I'd be like, eh, not sure how I feel about this, but I totally understand your perspective, and I, and I, I get why it, it bothers you as much as it does, I just happen to disagree. Yeah,
0: yeah and that's fine, I would just like it that when I tried to explain it to you, you wouldn't tell me that you don't fucking care. Well, you didn't that- say
1: fucking, that's me, but... It, that was um, more, that's we can discuss that off the show. I mean, that was that was more just me going. I don't. I wasn't upset at you for thinking that. That was what I was trying to get across.
0: Okay, and I mean, you know, I, I feel I feel like obviously I'm getting like more upset at this than a lot of people because you know I'm a huge Jimmy's fan and especially I'm a huge Katatora fan, and I'm just like, what did do, what does Katatora fucking get like? He's never touching a Sandals title. Can't he fucking have this? Like, this, well, is, bullshit. this is
1: bullshit. I will. I will say this. Kagator and, and and I totally drew a blank until we start talking about the Twin Gate match. I fully believe now that Kagator is getting the Brave Gate shot at final or at final gate. He's been very yeah, protected. Yeah, he's getting the shot. He's been picking up a lot he's of pinfalls. And and most and he most wasn't pinned, most notably was
0: not pinned in this match.
1: Exactly. But. Exactly. He was not pinned in the Twin Gate match. He's been picking up a lot of falls lately. I don't know if he'll beat Ata. I, I doubt it. No he but won't. He won't. I He will think he's on that direction to at least get another singles title shot match.
2: Yeah, I I think that it was very interesting about how Susumu was the one taking the fall, especially since he is since he held the Dreamgate this year. They don't they used it like the backslide on the Bravegate champions, not former Dreamgate champions. And I guess like my thing about Shima having the title, like I completely my thing about him right now is that he's in a certain role in the company now that we probably saw one of his last Dreamgate shots. Like, he might get another one down the road, maybe for his 40th birthday, but he's not in that scene anymore. And there's a certain subset of Dragon Gate fans that are the are like the OG fans from like 98 and no, 2000 that he is their guy. So... I, as much as I completely agree that, like, for Kakatora, like, Twingate at this point is kind of his pinnacle, I guess I would say. Like, that's kind of, like, his the, the, that's his high-end expectation for him. And at this, it, it seemed like that, in a way, I, I get this title change as a... Uh, I don't want to say appeasement. I think appeasement's the wrong way. but the wor- Wrong word, rather. But I, I see it kind of as a... Alright, this is something for older fans. Like, Yashima was the guy for so long, and in a lot of people's mind is the guy. And he's not going to be around the title. So, here. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's my thing about it. I don't want it to sound like I'm dismissing anything. It's just like, I you guess... You
0: know it. you are, but...
2: I, I, I think I'm coming from, to this title change, more from like a... Uh, ephemeral side, maybe? Maybe, I don't think that's the right word. But, what? I... Uh, ephemeral? That's probably the wrong word. I'm Texan.
0: I
1: don't know what that I don't think I know what that means. Or I didn't I don't, understand. I know what, what you that said. means. And I speak English as like my first language.
2: <laughs> uh, right now I'm Googling ephemeral. Lasting for a very short time. Oh,
0: ephemeral. Okay, that's just, just I didn't I didn't like hear well. Like I didn't I didn't hear yeah. what you said well, but I know what ephemeral means.
2: So like I don't see this being a long reign. I think this is kind of like better a better fucking hobby. I think it, I, honestly I could see a Shimizu uh a mochi title challenge at at final gate, and I think that'd be really tight. I
0: would love that. I was actually gonna say that was one of my two choices for the for the title challenge.
2: Yeah. So yeah, Shima gets all the belts all the time. I'm kind of, you know, as long as we're not going back through 2012 and 2017, I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of like, okay, it, it's what it is.
0: Shima wins the Shima wins the Dreamgate on his fortieth
1: birthday and goes to hold it until he's forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that I would have a problem with. That would be a bad Shima thing to do. I, I would okay. be Team K if that happened.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. My my thing is just that Also my thing is that uh DK had three twin gate challenges this year. Two with Eita, one with Shima, and he fails in both with Eita, and suddenly Shima is his partner and he wins.
1: It's like... Well, I mean, that That's a little suspicious. I mean, I I could realistic, realistically believe that in the in the Dragon Gate fans' mind, if we're looking at this from the professional wrestling I is... Know, I know, I know. I, I know you do, but I'm just saying that it's feasible that they look at Shima as being stronger than Eita because Eita's young and Shima's considered oh, a legend. I'm not I'm saying... I I'm not, saying I, that I mean, I'm not even
0: that, that that's the, the general mindset. I'm just like, Shima, really? 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 Really?
1: Mm. Uh, wow, I didn't think anyway, we
0: were no, put... no. no, no, uh, but I, I know what you were going to say, and I, 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 totally, I totally get it. Just, it just kind of rubs me the wrong way.
1: It, I will say this. It's better than a Dragon Kid Gamma, Twin Gate Reign.
2: Yeah, I got no use for Gala being twin I gate think... champion right now. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: <laughs> I mean, for me right now, the way I'll see it until those belts change hands is that Dragon Kid is the Twingate champions and I don't even know who the fuck is. So this... Dragon Kid, long live the the Twin Gate champions. Just Dragon Kid. Dragon and Kid. That's the Twin Gate Champions right
3: now. <laughs> so are you guys done?
0: <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> anyway, where is Kness?
2: He... That's a good question. I've been doing stats for this year and basically at a certain point he completely cut off his uh he's not touring as much. Like he was totally touring like he like he was touring regularly up through King of Gate and since then it's really curtailed.
0: I mean, he's 42 years old and made of glass, so maybe that's
1: why.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: so, it's it's a damn shame that Kness and Super Shisha both have worked really limited schedules this year because those are obviously two of my favorite wrestlers in the Dragon system. And Shisha, who? Are you okay? John just disappeared. But it. John is dead, everyone. Pay your respects. But, I, I do think it's it's a bummer that, you know, those two aren't working. I mean, Shisa's worked three matches this year, and that's it. And that's insane to me. Yeah, and...
0: Shisa, uh, he had a singles match with uh, Shingo in Hokkaido or something, right?
1: Yeah, he had a singles match with Shingo that did not air. It was on the 528-529 King of Gate shows. So Gaiora split those yes. up. And, like, there is not a match in Dragon. I want more than Shisa versus Shingo, and it did not air. It was a real bummer.
2: Yeah, and... The obvious answer for Shisha, I always mispronounce his name, Shisha, is that he is the...
1: (laughs) Say Shisha
0: ten times fast.
2: Oh god, that would end horribly.
0: (laughs) No, don't do it, don't do it.
2: (laughs) uh, Okay, what's the problem? I I mean, it's not even a problem. He's the primary trainer. So, with all these kids that are debuting, like...
0: Honestly, he's just running a daycare by by this point, so...
2: (laughs) I just now matching him in his mask with like an apron on, and I think that's great. So, like, that's well, I guess. would be so adorable. I I guess that is kind of his thing, but with Kness, like as Case mentioned, he is known as someone who is made of glass. So, and the so like he has so he he barely shows up, and the interesting thing is he is. I'm right. I right now did a search for this. He has not been listed on cards. He was listed on the Gate of Victory tour, and he showed up during the uh, during uh, the Sachi Hoko Boy homecoming in Okayama, where he uh, was a part of a, t- a, a match with soccer. So, but that's really it.
0: The thing is that he he was there at Gate of Destiny. Yeah, like he was there. He w- he. You know, he said goodbye to Suzawa. I think he was ringside for one or two of the Jimmy's matches, but he just he just didn't wrestle. Yeah. Like, is he injured? Like, are they keeping that from us? Is that like He's on
1: the 1116 sixteen Sambo Hall card, so we'll actually see him make tape. It's Fuji Kagator and Kines versus oh. Ate and Yamamura. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and this is something I, I guess we can get into when we talk about the main event, but like he was there to give his farewell, but Araken was not there to say goodbye to Tozawa, and that irks me. Are you well, kind
0: of sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, Arken, I didn't
1: even think about
2: that. Yeah. Arkin was a senior. Like yeah. yeah. Like I I guess that that really is the the state of in Dragon Gate, that he can't even get a uh, get on the bus to go say bye to his junior, but yeah, it, it's just one of those things that I and I think we're going to see a little bit more of that yeah. this year going to next year with some of these guys who do who, who did like that showed up like on big shows and really didn't tour. I think we might see them let more and more drop off as I mean you only have five I'm
0: or six hmm? like, I'm telling you, Naoki is not gonna be back like anytime soon either. Like he's yeah. gone. He's gone. He said goodbye. I'm going to go wrestle in parking lots in Osaka, get money shoved down my pants, vape like a motherfucker. And hang out with all the other rejects from Dragon Gate.
2: Yeah. So as soon as as soon as we see uh, Arkin on a Dove show, then I know that it's kind of complete.
1: That would be terrifying. Oh my god! It all comes
0: together. Uh,
2: maybe Dove is hiddenly the uh, secret, like the secret base nowadays. Like because Secret Base, I never see pop up in results anymore, and that was the old El Dorado. So. I wonder what's up with that. So that's my guess, but it's just one. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think it's very secret.
2: Yeah, they do like random shows and it's like in someone's basement, I think. So it's.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least it looks like someone's basement. Right. That's where that's funny. because I was reading up on secret base like two days ago when I was going through your drive and watching T2P. Yeah. Because that's where June. I'm probably going to butcher his name, but. Odawauchi?
2: Yeah, I think that's how he'd say it.
0: Yeah, that's where he is now.
2: Yeah, he. Because he got injured and he was the ring announcer for the longest time of Eldorado, which was pretty sweet. I don't know how much Eldorado either of y'all seen, but. Elder... Uh,
1: literally none. I know it exists. I know Tanazaki yeah. left to go to Eldorado, then came back. But I've seen literally none of Eldorado footage S-
2: since I am the uh, the big fan of all the uh, random Dragon Gate just minutia. Uh, Eldorado, for those who don't know, was the uh, what Dragon Door came turned into after Live Door, which was funding the promotion that split off when the uh, Ultimo when the Ultimo. Uh, I don't know, usurpation happened. <laughs> I guess that's what I call it. And, <laughs> J- and Yoon was got really badly injured, and he became the ring announcer. And El Dorado had, like, this treasure hunt theme, and he was always dressed up like a pirate doing the ring announcements. So, oh. so like, that's uh, pretty much uh, my sense it. And also, he was one of the last... Uh, he He was, like, one of the last permanent five members of Crazy Max back in the day before... Shingo Takagi joined before they broke up. Crazy Max, so that that's that's your Yuen Ogawa Uchi kind of uh, timeline. So, but uh, two thousand.
0: In the Crazy middle of the really Destiny, Destiny preview.
2: Yeah, I, I mean that, 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 that's why you have me join the show. I just talk about random people from Tormon X. So. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, so
1: okay, main event. So, yeah, we should talk about that.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh,
1: this was the Akira Tozawa farewell match. This was it for Tozawa and Gate, at least for now. It was Tozawa teaming with Yoshino and Doi. Interesting huh? combination there. Oh, we have a um, John. They should, they should
0: team more often. They were really yeah, good.
1: It's it's like they've been doing it for years. I think
0: we really got something there. <laughs> um,
1: it, they, they lost to Takagi, uh, Yamato, and BB Hulk. And what I thought was an excellent Tozawa farewell match, by far the best of his farewell tour, and a really nice way to send Tozawa off.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm. I completely agree. I really, really liked it.
3: All right, so I'm I just got my internet back, guys. Oh, hey, John, you're back. We... John is
0: live, everybody. So the
3: Celebrate. recording's still going? Okay, that's everything. Everything's fine.
2: Yeah, yes, I was stalling and gave and talked about you. And, okay, I'm gonna mess mess up his name. <laughs> Yoon from Crazy Max. Oh,
3: okay. Um, I, I, so, it's, did it, so did anybody mention that this is the New Hazard Reunion, the main event, which is my favorite unit of all time?
2: No, we just started talking about the well, main event. you just did.
3: Okay, well, so this is the New Hazard u- Reunion, the main event, which is my favorite unit of all time. Um, <laughs> Shingo, Shingo Yamato and BB Hulk. Although, for a true New Hazard Reunion, it would have actually been better if Cyber Kong was on the team instead of Yamato, because... At the time, that was the big Triangle Gate team.
0: You can't just say that. Like well, it, was Shingo, it would Hulk actually be Kong. better if Cyber was in this match. No, no, it would
1: not. I, here's I'll give I'll give this but one no, to John though, because the the Shingo Hulk Kong trio, I think no, think's I, the I, best trio ever in Dragon Gate. Yes, I, I love
3: that trio so much. They're I in was, one of my favorite matches of all time, the Triangle Gate match at World 2007.
1: Utterly ridiculous. That match
3: is so fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's...
0: I was speaking from a purely, like, wrestling standpoint of this match would not have been better if it had been CyberCon instead of <laughs>
3: you. I'm not, I'm not going to stand for this slander, Kay.
0: You were talking about how much CyberCon sucks like an hour ago.
3: <laughs> no, but I said he was awesome in six-man tags.
0: Anyway.
3: <laughs> uh, but yeah, this match was awesome. Uh, I don't know how long far you guys got into talking about it, but... It was not like it, a went, lot. it went like 28 minutes. Um, there was a million things going on. Shingo being a total dick to his own teammates was pretty funny.
0: Shingo versus the world was the best thing because he was, like, really being a dick to everyone. And Hulk and Yamato were kind of looking at each other like, um, should we do something? <laughs> because you could clearly see that they were not comfortable with the heelishness and the assholery. But they were also like, well, he's our teammate, so... What do we do? That was that was so funny.
2: Yeah, it it was a really great thing, though. He would just try to tag himself in whenever he wanted to. And all the while, they've done a really good job over the last month really getting over how much Hulk hates I Takagi. I mean,
0: he said it like 2,100 times. So
2: Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I took out of the match also was talking about the other team. I really liked this Doi Tozawa teamwork. Like, it, to my knowledge, other than Blood Warriors, they never were on the same side of anything. So having them like, de- just have like little flashes of that kind of gives me wistful of what, my- what won't be. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, Yamato and an Open the Fashion Gate update, his two jackets Best were great.
0: Rest of the show by a country fucking mile. That was, first of all, that was the most badass coat. Like, he looked, okay, I'm going to get a little bit nerdy here, but he looked like a fucking pirate captain from One Piece. (laughs) Like, one of the big four, like, one of the big four pirate captains. Like, the best of the best. Like, he looked fucking amazing, and I don't know if you guys noticed... But on the inside of the coat, not the the coat, like the, the overcoat, the coat that he wore over the thing, uh, on the inside there was a list of all the units that he was in. I don't know if you guys noticed that.
1: I did not. No, I, I didn't. have to go back because that sounds like a really nice detail. Yeah,
0: there was like, I think, a typo in the name of one of the units. I'm not sure, but... It was still a pretty nice touch. I really, really enjoyed it. And I thought he looked like a million bucks.
2: I kind of hope that he keeps on adding jackets to him so that eventually he's just a (laughs) giant mount of jackets with his head poking out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, after the match, we had the graduation ceremony. It was a thing that I've been dreading for two months now. It was. It was unreal. I mean, this... I, I, I don't I don't think we need to go down the list and say what everyone said, but I'll bring this up, that one, I thought Futa Nakamura's was very interesting in that Tozawa was making all the guys in the dojo run, and that Tozawa has this incredible endurance, which I thought was very interesting. And then two, the Don Fuji speech is what got me. I felt a tear roll down my face when Don Fuji started talking,
0: and, and it was also, just... I uh, had a okay. cute nickname for Tozawa as well.
2: Yeah, it wasn't it?
0: Uh, he called him Tochan.
2: Tochan, yeah. Yeah,
0: that was adorable.
2: Um, my favorite thing about it, other than we could get into how great Kotoko was, was that Saito... Oh my
0: good- oh, best goodbye, best farewell, just the best.
2: <laughs> yeah, Saito saying, stay in touch, and in Jay's recap, he writes out, in parentheses, Saito noted that he only has an old flip phone, so please do it by email. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> which I fully believe that Ryo Saito is the kind of guy that not necessarily a techno Luddite, but he just doesn't he just goes, you know what? Don't need an iPhone or an Android yet. This flip phone works just fine.
1: Same <laughs> as fame wrestling reporter TJ Hawk still has a flip phone. Who that was just that was a, that you make anime references and I make weird wrestling references that okay. I no one else understands. Okay
0: case. Um, can I just touch on something really quickly? Yeah, go right ahead. The fucking match that we haven't (laughs) talked about at all. Like, almost none at all.
2: It was, yeah, that match was tremendous.
0: Um, the, I think I I said it, like, on Twitter, and I told a few people about it, but the Doi Yoshi double team moves... It was like they never stopped teaming up. Like, it was like the past, that was uh, three years?
2: Yeah. Yes, 2013. Three
0: years had never happened.
2: And, And not just that. Not, not, It's like, they never pass. The look onto Zawa's face when it was happening, you could tell, like, when he was, like, playing up, like, oh, snap, Doi and Yoshi are doing things. But you could tell that he was like, this is so cool. This is so oh, cool. snap, Doi
0: and Yoshi are doing things. That's been, like, my mindset for the past month. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it
2: was just, like, so great, though. Like, you had, it, you had like, the, the takedowns and it was, the, um, the original missile sent on. It was, like... It's so nice having them back, and even though the fact that Doi does not believe, does not trust Yoshino, and vice versa, that they're not, that they're they're doing the will they won't they right now, he it just was. ain't
0: gonna last. Don't worry
2: about <laughs> that, that it true happiness in life is when Doi and Yoshi are on the same page. I know. And then, just like the. The whole, like, finishing rush also, like, they make Tazawa take a final flash, he takes an original falconry, and then the Galliera does it. Like, it was kind of like a farewell salute saying, alright, that's it.
0: I really enjoyed that (laughs) Shingo was not the one to paint Tazawa.
3: I'm not surprised you enjoyed that.
0: (laughs) I don't know what you mean.
3: What do I mean? Um... But yeah, I mean, I this I thought this match was this match had a like a very throwback flavor to it, which makes sense given the six that were in there. And it just was a reminder that man, this this current this what they call the current generation now, these were six really fucking talented guys. Like Dragon Gate almost ended up with like a little like a abundance of riches when you look at these six guys and how they've been at or near the main events for like the past decade. But.
2: Yeah, and especially with how it, it was leading up to the switch over to the current generation. Like, the guys that stuck around really became something.
3: Yeah. I mean, they got basically, because you ended up, you have Milano leaving, you had, you know, all of leaving, but like Dory Yoshino no stuck, stuck it out and they became, you know, these enormous stars. And, you, you know, God bless milano and suji kondo but milano's a commentator and suji kondo is in wrestle one i guess
1: yes and wrestle One still
3: sadly (laughs) and he's awesome that's a shame yeah he's um he's a trainer
0: he's a trainer in wrestle one also okay
3: he's a trainer i didn't get a chance to see him live because he was injured at the time when i went to japan and that's when he brought in yashi as his like replacement but That didn't last very long apparently because yashi showed up in dragon gate there's almost no one who could show up in dragon gate that would mark out as much for as shuji kondo by the way but i don't know if yashi could bring him back i I know i just keep i keep i kept waiting for it ever since yashi came back but for some reason i just don't think we're gonna get it but who knows i guess i know if you told me before yashi came back that yashi was gonna come back i know i would have told you you you're fucking crazy so i guess you never really know yeah. Um, so yeah,
0: that but, was very, very the current
3: the current generation, fantastic. Very I can...
0: emotion, just a lot of emotion, and Shingo, of course, faking out Tozawa on the handshake, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who was like staring at my screen, like, "Don't fucking do it!" <laughs> when Tozawa was like going in for the handshake, I was like, "Are you a fucking idiot?"
3: Yeah. Oh, I
2: Oh, I thought Shingo was actually going to do it, Well like I've totally—I yeah, well, bought I, it I, hook, line, I thought, sinker. I,
0: I thought it might be a situation, the kind of same kind of situation with Mad Blanky and Uha back in the back back in the day last last year. Um, but no, I think it would have no.
3: Damn.
0: They didn't. They didn't. they did not end up saying goodbye um
3: well he said goodbye in his own way how about that
0: (laughs) yeah but i did love because you know how i think it's been a few a few shows now that there's been promos about how shingo is like oh this is war blah 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 this is sparta whatever whatever um and i love i love the imagery of When the the entire roster came out on the ramp to kind of clear the ring and, like, transition into the graduation ceremony, I liked the imagery of Berserk, like, skittering around on the floor and the entire roster in the ring. Like, you want a war? You got a war, motherfucker.
2: That was... that was so great, especially, like, when they're coming out. Big R Shimizu just posing <laughs> on the ramp, like, just getting pissed. Just standing you, gotta the... love, you gotta love Big R. Yeah, yeah, he was just standing there as everyone was going the, down the ring, just arms crossed, seething the entire time. Like, that, I lo- Like I went back and rewound it and watched it three times, just because of how much I enjoyed Big R Shimizu just standing there. Hmm. And, and then also, Shingo, like, with like, as you're talking about, Kay, like, Berserk just, like, trying to scramble. Berserk, all, all the while, Shingo's still trying to talk shit on the mic on the way, <laughs> running away. Like, that was a he great little defense. touch.
0: No, like, we're gone. It's okay. We're cool. And I, I,
3: my, my favorite line of the of the post-match was probably BB Hulk's, because he, he apparently just said, Tozawa is the best. And he fucking hates Shingo Takagi. I know, that's, that's, I know that's, right? That's B.B. Hulk. I like to think that B.B. Hulk, I like to think he just, like, he starts his that He's like, Oh, hi, Kaimis. I hate Shingo Takagi. <laughs> <laughs> like, or just, Good day, sir. I hate Shingo Takagi. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just, he just says it randomly. Um,
0: <laughs> me too. Every single day in the mirror. It gives me strength for the day.
3: But I'm just going through them to see if there's any other ones. But uh, obviously, Kitoka going Blah was the greatest thing of all time. Oh yeah. Um,
1: I, I thought Shima's was very interesting. Of he w- he sent Tozawa to America and told him to pack for a week, and then yeah. Shima goes, "Ha ha, not so fast! You're here for six months." And that's that it story ended being, very he the
3: luggage, and end up being even lo- longer actually.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was almost a full year. Yeah.:
3: um, And I
0: think it was um, Konda who said that Tozawa was basically a little shit and gave him so
1: much trouble. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a consensus was among. Along that those lines.: First generation of guys. Yeah.: mm. you, can, um, you can
0: actually see Konda in the picture of like Tozawa's Dojo class that they, that they put at the beginning of the video package.
1: Yeah. And it's, like,
0: very... I, pr- I very love those Zapper pictures. They Panda, have, Like, not yet back. hmm
1: they, they had a different one um, for Gate of Destiny 2014... Destiny 2014,
0: Yeah.
1: For 14, uh, when Hulk and Tozawa wrestled for the Dream Gate. Yeah. um, They had a different one with those two in the dojo at the same time. And it's very interesting to just see, you know, 12 years later or whatever. I mean, wow, these guys are now superstars for their company.
2: Yeah, like also you have Conda in that photo. You have Ultimo in a not Ultimo, sorry. Why did I say Ultimo? Milano in a swank jacket off to the side in that photo, and I just love how they do these. Like, and the and I of course me being Zawa fan, I love these the the most. But like for that game Destiny, that like nice oh, we started training on the first day, and then this time where they went to Tozawa's parents' house and they were talking to them. Like, I just love that whole pre-match thing that they did for him. Like, it was really a nice touch, and I kind of, like, talking, going back to the whole current generation thing, like, this really felt like an end of an era.
3: Yeah, it did. Especially with the Kirk and after, like, introducing more new guys and everything. So, a few more. Did we talk about Horiguchi crying? Was a little, was was, much... Yeah, Horiguchi was like crying and he said he told Hozar if it's too rough or he's being mistreated, come back and they'll be waiting. When the very next guy Mochizuki know
0: it's just that moment when Horiguchi just embodies the entire Dragon Gate fanbase.
3: Yes. It's like, yes, if you're if you if they fucking treat you like shit, get your ass back here. Basically. Uh, but then the mochizuki's was, was the weirdest one to me, where he apparently oh, said I, Can I just say All right, go ahead.
0: Uh, No, I just wanted to say I really loved uh, Susumu making a reference to how Tozawa is the reason why they got the Jimmy's name. Yes,
3: that's true, too. It's a good one to point out. Tozawa gave him the Jimmy's name. Um, So Mochizuki points out Tozawa's leaving will leave a hole that can't be filled. If he comes back to Japan, it probably won't be with Dragon Gate. What the fuck does that mean? I think it just means like Uh, WWE
0: shows in Japan.
3: I, I hope so, because if he's basically saying... That this is it for you, no matter what. Here, that'd be really sad. But I don't know. Everybody else made it sound like he was welcome back. It was just really weird. It's like what? Would he if he gets if he leaves every reason I go to New Japan? Like I don't understand. But
0: Mochizuki is like, you want to leave, then leave, but
1: don't
3: come back. <laughs> I know it was really it was really weird. Well, um, it, it, there's something to
1: that, and I made this point in the flagship, but unfortunately got cut off. Was that? Um, and it was it was Naruki Doi who mentioned that he was. He was jealous of Tozawa that he was getting this opportunity to go to America. And in 2008, when Doi and Yoshino came over to TNA for the World X Cup, uh, TNA offered them deals. And Doy, being such an American wrestling fan, really wanted to go to TNA. He wanted to leave Drangate in 2008 and go to TNA. And you think, you know, the next year he becomes Dreamgate champion, has this long reign. It's funny how things work out. But Doy did not go because he felt like he was too loyal to Drangate and if he went, then that would be a slap in the face to everyone in Drag Gate, everyone that's trained him, all of his friends there. So that's why he stayed. I think it's less extreme it's with Tozawa because he's, he's been given this golden opportunity, and I think they respect that. But it's very interesting to see a someone that came up in the Drag Gate dojo, a native Japanese person, a native Drag Gate wrestler, now leaving. And that's really the first time that something this big has happened yeah it's, uh, it's
0: so funny how you talk about doi and like the reasons why he didn't leave and realizing that doi is one of these guys who is the complete opposite of what he is as a character <laughs> that's that's yeah a, that's yes. so it's always so funny to me when when wrestlers are like that so like the complete opposite of who they are as a of who their character is i just i like that at,
2: at this time we should probably congratulate nerky doi
0: yes we should
2: <laughs> For a bit, I I don't know if it's engaged or married, but congrats, okay, dude.
0: Okay, so I think it's married because when I translated his blog post, it said married, and then Jay also talked about marriage on the Kodakuen report. So I think we I think I think it's married.
3: Yeah, so Dory said he was married now. On yeah, American but regardless,
0: show, so. congratulations to him.
3: Yeah. Um. Anyway. I so <laughs> I guess any final thoughts on Tozawa leaving? Um. Obviously, it, it's a it's, it's a big. Weird.
0: It doesn't feel real.
3: It's a big hole to try to fill. I mean, he's just been such a big star over there over the years. I will say, it's better it happening now than even like a year or two ago because you obviously have a lot of kids with potential and stuff, and a lot of people who are ready, mm-hmm. probably for a little more airtime. But um mm-hmm. obviously, he's still going to be missed, and he still had one of the. He's he had an amazing career. But like like we were talking about at the very start of the episode. You know, I was watching him play a great big fat man eight years ago and here he is eight years later as like in this main event in this incredible, like a really, really great match, I thought. And just like, I don't know, it's really stunning watching him come from that to this.
2: Yeah, like, like, John, I I think you've probably started watching Dragon Gate Toribon before I did. I never thought that Tozawa would would reach this height.
3: I don't know I don't want to say never because I always I always thought he was good I, I I mean what I I saw flashes of him in Tozawa Juku and then when he did the fat man character I thought okay well maybe that's not going to happen but then after he did the diet series and then you know kind of started to um, you could see, always see flashes even when they weren't pushing him. So I, I definitely could have seen... I, I'm a little surprised he's leaving Dragon Gate without ever reading the Dream Gate, honestly. But, you know, it's just how things worked out, I guess. But, yeah, it's... I'm not surprised he became a really popular wrestler. I'm a little surprised, maybe compared to when he very first started, but even in Tozawa Juku, I, thought, I think you could see flashes of what he would eventually become. Yeah he always I, had that he always had that charisma he always had that innate ability to make fans react which a lot of wrestlers never figure that out so
2: and he really had that from the start i think that's yeah. kind of the thing like tetsuya Juku, for those who do not know is my all-time favorite dragon gate unit like had I had all my boys in there and he like just showed something there that he had the potential, but with all the setbacks and as all the uh, elders said in their farewell talks, he had such a bad attitude problem. Like not necessarily his attitude, but there was just such a bad, so much negativity around Tozawa that I don't know. In 2008, it kind of he kind of felt like that he was going to be a guy that would always be kind of a there and. I don't know. Maybe it's because he was my favorite wrestler in Dragon Gate that it's just kind of still a shock for me, and it hasn't set in, but it's just, I don't know. It. I didn't think that this day would come.
3: A Boy, that thats that WWE fucking run is off to a great start already, taking away his first name. <laughs> He's yeah.
1: Japanese, John. He can only handle one name. That's how you know he's Japanese. And when I, we hear I, the times and the strings before he goes to the ring, that means he's Japanese. This is a Japanese wrestler in a WWE ring, guys. Okay, he's Japanese.
3: I really hate that company. I hate them yep. so much.
1: So I do. <laughs> Real quick on Tazawa. Um, I mean, he's my wrestler of the decade as of now. I don't think from the start of 2010 to now, there's been someone better. I think. In terms of looking at just Drangate, he's been the most important Drangate wrestler of this decade. He was the one that kick-started and made the Blood Warriors Junction 3 feud that much better. He was the founding member of Mad Blanky, and he's the reason we have the Jimmies. Monster Express is the reason that I started following the company as close as I did. Tozawa is such a huge part of this. I don't think his role is replaceable, but I think the company will be fine because they'll find different guys to fill different holes. It's just, yeah, you know, I never thought I'd see him go. I never thought I'd see him go without a Dreamgate title. And now he's gone, and it's it's going to be weird to not turn on a Samba Hall show or a Corkin show or a big pay-per-view and think, wow. To, I mean, it's weird to think, wow, Tozawa's not here anymore. It is.
0: I, I totally feel this because the entire time that I was watching live uh the last podcast I was expect I was for some reason expecting him to show up. Like it was so strange.
3: And it's, yeah, it's got to be about, weird about, just about I mean, like halfway through the show that. I was
0: like, "Oh yeah, that's right."
3: Yeah. It's going to take a long time for it feels real, I guess. But um it's it's going to take a long time. <laughs> um seeing him on that you know I'm, I'm probably gonna watch that fucking 205 live show just to see him but someone needs to come up with like a tozawa alert like tozawa's on tv turn it on like it the on. old cesspit is that that <laughs> yeah exactly but because i really don't care about that company at all otherwise but i would like to see tozawa still um but knowing what happened with nakamura with shinsuke nakamura not fuda it's like i i fully intended to follow nakamura in in nxt and i just i'd never get around to it but i don't know just i I just hate watching that company anyway (laughs) that's basically it for gay destiny a really good show i think we can all agree
0: anyway
3: yep Yes.
0: Yes. yes yes it was
3: so let's move on to Brand New Gate, the November 10th Kirk and Hall Show. This was the um, the mystery show. We did not have a single match on the card. Um, the opener, or beforehand, I mean, the opener ended up being an eight-man tag match. It was Don Fuji teaming up with the Jimmies, Genki, Saito, and Kanda, the current Triangle Gate champions, to take on the team of Gamma, Takahiro Yamamura, Kaito Ishida, and the former Punch Tomonaga as Gamma introduced him um gam so saisho ended up pinning punch in about 12 minutes of the Sairia rocket i actually haven't seen this match i i went i meant to watch this kurik and Hall show live and like i tried to wake up in time and i just woke up like as this match was going on because it's like four thirty in the morning in in eastern time so i think i saw like the last minute basically of this match but um so and case hasn't seen the show at all by the way so case probably won't have a and, and i'm the
1: one reviewing it also but this it didn't pop up anywhere and i've been busy i would not have had a chance to watch it anyways but i know what happened so if i feel like i can
3: interject my thoughts i will okay so anyone anyone the two people that actually want to match <laughs> what are you
2: about? Uh, okay go ahead because i have some thoughts uh
0: no go go okay
2: uh the one thing, and I admit to get into this when we are talking about Gate of Destiny, but this match really showed me this. Is I think we kind of, well, I know we kind of touched on it last month, but the status of Yamamura and Ishida is worth it is kind of interesting to me now because as because we had the uh, official availing of the class of 2016 that happened right after this match, but. They, it really feels like, in a lot of ways, that when uh, they do... Sorry, I completely blanked there. But it feels like that Yamura and Ishida kind of regress now. And it's interesting because they're now a year into their career. And it's just getting really stressing with them. With, like, how are they going to advance now? What's going to happen now? Because especially with, especially with how with uh, Fuda and Benkei, that he really is positioned as something, and that's where Yamamura was last year, and it just didn't happen. So, I, I, like that's kind of the thing that I really came out of that match. Uh, punch is no longer punch because he got his head shaved, so that's why he's now the former Punch Tominaga, and. Yes. And Conda had a really neat move. I always write down moves that I like in a match. He did the sidewalk slam that I thought was really sweet. So the, those were kind of my thoughts on that match. It, it was an uh, all right match. It was a pretty decent Case, opener.
3: Case's microphone might be doing a thing again. Case, talk. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? All right, Case, you're dead. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can you hear, are like, it was The static was attacking us even while Case was not talking. Case, are you? I think we're back again. Yeah, I was I
1: was silent, and my microphone still
3: went haywire. <laughs> okay, uh, so match number two. Well, before match number two, um, the R- ring announcer Kikuchi introduced the class of 2016. Oh, boy. First of all, Yuki Yoshioka went first, only recently debuted. His goal was no less to becoming the best wrestler in Dragon Gate. Best of luck to you, sir. <laughs> Up next was... Katsumi Takashima hasn't even debuted yet. Uh, he said he'll do the best job of his abilities. Then we had Shun Watanabe, the taller Watanabe, if you don't know which, you can't tell them apart. You'll be able to tell them apart now because he is now the mass fighter Shun Skywalker. He's going to spread his wings and fly high over the Dragon Gate Ring, um, according to Jay's translation. Look, I said on Twitter, this looks like if Lord Zed was making an evil Power Ranger team to battle the real Power Rangers. And Shun is the Green Ranger on the evil team. Like, this outfit looked so bad. God bless Shun. It looks horrible. It's... Not only that, like...
2: His... Uh, he's really kind of a thin guy. And having, like, a bodysuit like that really emphasizes it. And then the, uh... His mask, which was this... For those who haven't seen it... Is this uh, special... Like almost all like pickle green, but with a black face mesh on it, and it looks just like a the uh, the old Mexican luchador Teneblos. It looks just like that mask, and his gloves don't match the rest of his costume, and that drives me
1: insane. From my perspective, as someone that hasn't seen the show, so I don't know how it affects him in the ring. But I immediately took him less seriously seeing gifts of him in this new get up than him even as a young boy, which is mildly concerning.
2: And like the suit didn't fit him all the way. Like during the match he was uh the d- during the match, he uh, like his pants were dropping down so you could see his under tights. Like it I, it kind of like I, I totally like the idea of having a new mask wrestler. It just I just hope this will be like Takahiro Yamura where he has like 10 costumes in a year and he finds one that fits because this one was a mess in my mind at least.
1: I I hope it's like the big R singlet situation where there's a lot of them some work some don't but he has like a primary two that he can turn to and doesn't look completely foolish. So Michael, next up on the uh, we had the uh, Eita Watanabe match, um, and then Susumu Kagator defeated Ben Kay and Shun Skywalker. Then we had Shima well, uh, stomping over Mondai Rayu with in thirty seconds of the meteora. Um,
2: well, before that match, there was Eita versus Hayu Wanabe. Yeah, with,
1: that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I heard Watanabe looked good here.
2: Uh, I I'm a big fan of Wanabe, actually. I kind of started nicknaming him the Big Cat as a joke because, one, he made mention that his gear is leopard print because Hayu apparently is leopard in Japanese. So I've nicknamed him the Big Cat from now on. And it was a really kind of a fun little six minute sprint. Of that There was a, a finishing sequence I really liked, and that was uh, that Watanabe went for a super kick that was. That went into. Nice. Yes. Hello? Yeah, John, you there? John, can you hear me? Anyone there?
1: I'm here. Yeah.
2: Okay, so, um, I guess John, John's back. Hello?
3: On... Yeah, hey. I'm back here. <laughs> what? My internet is apparently being very angry to them.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, we were talking about Ada and H- Hayawa Nabe's match.
3: Okay. So can I just really quickly give my thoughts on the other two guys?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Go.
3: So Key I think looks pretty cool. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little, um, not sh- I'm not really sure if a guy who I think is going to be like a future star to the level. I think he's going to be need a goofy name. Um, I'm a little off on that still. I get, I, I get that you know the joke is that it's a play on the word Benki, which is uh, like, a like powerful person basically. But like I don't know. I, I think I would have been happier if he's just Fudanakamura. Maybe I'm the only one who feels this way.
2: I like his new gear. Apparently, also Benki is a reference to a historical Japanese warrior who was known for power and loyalty, which is kind of neat too. Uh, the gear, but the gear's is neat. It kind of has a little bit of a go vibe to it. But it, it's interesting that, like, for a guy of his size, they're deciding to put like, like baggy pants on him. Like, I feel like yeah. that. I feel like that with like his size and his musculature, that you'd want to like show off the guns and show off the legs. So
3: yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll, maybe it'll grow on me, but I just I miss big beefy black tights food. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're 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 prohibiting the beef from being shown.
3: Yeah. What do you think, Kay?
0: I feel very offended by that. Okay. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm only going to say stuff that's funny now since nobody fucking listens to the substantial things that I have to say considering what I'm saying on Twitter right now. So the only thing I will say here is that I feel very disrespected that they were hiding the thighs from me.
3: That's <laughs> all. Okay. Um, so Hiro Watanabe... Kept the leopard. Kept got. He's the only one who got to keep his name, basically. Um, but he got the leopard print gear, which makes sense because heo means leopard. You guys probably went over that already.
1: Yep, he's um, the big cat. Yeah. yeah, henceforth known as the big
3: cat.
2: It is so, canon.
3: So Ita, um, <laughs> Ita, and Hio Watanabe. This this was a fun little match, right? Six and a half minute match. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought I I, I, paper, I
1: looks like something I really enjoyed.
2: Yeah, as I was saying before you got back in the call. It was a fun sprint. I love the finishing combination they had there, like going from a super kick into the schoolboy into El numero uno. Like that was really neat. And the two of them have pretty good chemistry. That's why I kind of thought that that Watanabe would be a good uh, Brave Gate challenger for him. So, it, it was a good little sprint. Um, did you do you
3: have any other thoughts on it, Kay? No. Okay. Um, after that we got right into Benkei and Shun Skywalker taking on Susumo and Kagatora. This match is awesome.
2: Yeah, that was I thought it was a lot of fun. I think that he I think that Benkei is starting to get a like he, he it looks like they're really trying to give him like a big boy moveset already. And he really brought it to Susumu, and Kagatora uh, again. Skywalker's gear kind of pulled me out of the match a little bit, just because his pants were like falling down a little bit and like this. But I mean, it was a great showcase for them, and they gave him a lot of time. Like that, that it's a match going out, going out of the way to go see, especially on a show that kind of felt weird. Like it was a, this was like a match that really brought me into the show.
3: Yeah, so I want to quickly say because I think I know why Kay is annoyed right now, if. Kay doesn't like Shima and doesn't like Shima's role. I don't think we have to pile on them for it, like... The
0: thing is that I've been talking about this for a fucking year. And I'm seeing people being like, oh, this new hate of Shima is really rustling my jimmies. Listen to fucking people. I've been talking about my problem with Shima in the title scene for a fucking year on this podcast, and it seems like nobody fucking listens to me. So what is the fucking point?
1: Because... You're not the only person that says that. Now there are more people with that opinion. It's not because of you. It's a growing opinion. And now it's a story that people feel they need to comment on.
3: Yeah, that is true, I think, to a degree. Kay. It's, there, it's there something aren't. like
1: Senior Lariato with a reach he has when he mentioned something about it and then Nick Jackson comments on it. Now it's a story. Now it's something that we have to make mention of. It's not that you haven't been saying it. It's that now it's a bigger bubble.
3: Yeah, it's like a lot of people keep talking about it now. Yeah,
1: but guys like
0: Rich and Joe should know
3: and they're piling on too alright well let's everybody try to I guess respect everybody else's opinions a little more I guess I don't try to play peacekeeper but Kay seems annoyed and you know if people don't like Shima they're allowed to not like Shima you know it's fine
2: yeah, there's no um, there's no reason for anyone to like invalidate someone else's opinion about this. I think that K has a very legitimate point and gripe about it.
3: So, I mean, he, he he's been he's been he's been here a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it, my fair I I like Shima. I I did not need him to be tra- twin gate champion again. I'm I didn't really say a lot about it when you guys were having the debate. It doesn't it's not really I I hope it's a short reign is all I can say. Not really... I don't really need him to be Twin Gate Champion again. Anyway. Um, so, match three here was good. I thought... I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know who's fighting with their mic right now. Tsumabu <laughs> and Kagatora defeating Benkei and shooting Skywalker. Um, after this match, year ran in and like went wild on everybody. And then Shima beat him in 29 seconds with the Meteora. Which was totally necessary and had a point i guess but it's i guess it's just monday ryu so who really cares but it was like it my exact notes for it or shima
2: versus monday ryu happened yes like
3: imagine like god imagine if you went to that kirk show to see to see shima though like you got 29 seconds of him <laughs> His glow. Well, well what you had
2: after the match was a pretty big deal i felt like with the, with the rookies, like, st- really stepping to him, and Shima's like, See, oh
3: five no, on one
0: this, this is some Shima content that I can support. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that set up a... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kay.
0: No, I was just saying, I was very proud of my children. I have raised them well. Their father, Super Shisa, and I are very proud of them.
3: So that set up a really cool 10-man tag for the December 1st hurricane. Which is going to be Shima, Mochi, Gamma, Dragon Kid, and Fuji, the old men, against the five new, the five new kids. So Shun, uh, Yo, Benkei, and the the two, the two, including the one who hasn't even debuted yet. So that should be fun. Actually, I'm really looking forward to that match.
1: So Yoshiak, that's hard to say. Those letters Yoshi-yoka. are not there. Right they're, Yoshioka. They're, yep. Yeah, it should be like on it, not on air. Um, he's made tape once and then takashima we haven't seen him so that's insane to think
3: case can i give you japanese advice real quick go for it whenever you see she together that's just like one that's one character in hiragana so it's basically like one syllable so you break it down as like yo she oka so Yoshioka. Just like that. Okay. Let's all say it together. My, that's my, my terrible but, white... Oh, the, terrible white the voice
0: yet. You just got a free Japanese lesson. <laughs> my
1: terrible white...
0: Um, um,
1: but but um, yeah, I was wondering if, if they're, a if they're going to... What? No, go ahead.
0: No, I was I was actually wondering, because uh, like you said, uh, Katsumi Takashima has not debuted yet. I was wondering if he was going to debut on one... I think there's only one taping before the Nice Kodakuen, so I'm wondering if he's going to debut there or if they're going to have him debut in Kodakuen.
1: I can look real fast cuz that's going to be the 16th and uh Sambo I Hall. I don't
0: I don't think I don't think there's a card announced yet.
1: I no, bet you probably the does. The 16th oh, and yeah, Sambo Hall, so we're going to get this show. It's yeah, Fujiyasu ness versus Ategama Namamora. It's Maria versus Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so yeah, he's debuting in Kodakuen.
1: Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty big. Like,
2: yeah. l- like having like that kind of thing, especially in a match like this, I think that that's pretty notable and maybe shows that they have some hopes for him. Uh, I've been going through and doing the stats of this year, and he did a couple of exhibition matches early in April, in May. So, like, he's been around. It's just, like, this is his first, like, main show appearance. So, this match is, like... What, what's been happening and what happened like at the show today? Apparently, with Hio like mouthing off to Mochizuki, like this is, I think this might be a, a pretty big and telling match at Korokwin.
0: Yeah, I be... I did not raise him like this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the big clat's um... got claws. <laughs> so then we had the semi-main, which was Mochizuki, Shimizu, and casta teaming together again to face Yoshino, BB Hulk, and KZ. A pretty fun little this, was a, this fun was a pretty fun little experience. i thought this
0: was really good this was really good um i mean i could have done away with kasa just like i could do away with kasa's life
3: <laughs> but
0: wow. um I mean, pinkezi, like what
3: i was just saying shimizu pinkezi
0: oh yeah shimizu pinkezi honestly if 30 if 39 years old in two days. Shima can be Twin Gate champion. I think 46 year old uh, Mochizuki should get a Twin Gate challenge with Shimizu, because these two work so freaking well together. I mean, they always have. I really I really really like their teamwork in Dia Hearts.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. And like I that's, said earlier, that's... that Sankaku Giri into the yes. Shotput Slam is the coolest fucking tag move.
3: And I love that move. It's one of my favorites. I need
0: it. And and like I will resolve to. You know, um, I've 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 had a, a hard time coming to terms with it. I think I'm finally coming to terms with it, like this week. Um, it's hard for me uh, to come to terms with the fact that I'm probably never getting um, the North Tribe Twin Gate Reign that I so desperately want.
3: Yeah. It does
0: um, but I could do with a Mochi Shimizu challenge or even Tidal reign.
3: Oh yeah! Yeah, this was a, this was a fun 14 minute uh, six man. I, I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, it was fun. Also, getting like a old world one reunion. Like like yes. I had to kind of remind myself that KZ was in the original world one. But it was I, he was
3: there for he was there for less than a year, right? Yeah, he was
2: there less than a year. He joined by a phone call from Mexico. Yes. a which... phone
3: call from Mexico. He was. I I actually just saw the... Like, on, on my cab, on my Uber ride back, actually, from the train station, I was watching this on my laptop. But, like, it was um, the very first match of World 1, like the, where they officially came out at Kobe Samba Hall and debuted the the unit name and the gear and everything. It was, like, Dora Yoshino and MCKZ, back when he still had that name, against Tozawa and Araiwa. So, um... Yeah, that was really it was really funny to see because I don't really think of KZ and World One because he was he turned on them so quick when you, in the grand scheme of things.
2: Yeah, and they had like a really fun little feud between him and Naoki for that. Yes, but and then Naoki
3: turned a year later and joined these yeah. uh, drunkards, But yeah,
2: but I I thought it was a fun match. I thought I I think it's something that I always really enjoy. No I always kind of enjoy this stuff. This might just be me, but is Yoshino the most pro- over person in the company? Because as soon as, as soon as the singer for Speedstar awesome. played, like the crowd went nuts. Like they were like, "Oh my <laughs> god, Yoshino's here! Yoshino's here! Yoshino's here!" The
3: crowd does love Yoshino. It's pretty undoubtable, I think. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then we got the main event, which was an eight-man tag team match. We had Zerk, Shingo, Cyber, T Hawk, and Linda Man against we first had yamato dragonkin naoki uh, naraki doi come out and then (laughs) doi Nairoki doi i know and then doi is like there's one more person here who needs to get uh, get revenge on berserk just like me and then katoka comes out i was like thank god we need katoka um but then he got pinned in about 29 this match for 29 minutes folks it was a long ass match uh, Linda Man pinned Katoka with the high angle tiger suplex hold. This is not a really good match. I enjoyed this a lot. But anyone? Else?
2: Yeah, like, uh, I thought Katoka looked really good in his return. Like, it was, he was not, like, he was kind of positioned as, like, the bottom person in Berserk, but, like, he was standing up to it. Uh, the uh, The finishing spot with that elevated tiger was... That was pretty brutal. Like I thought, that Lindemann, like incorporating that kind of more into the last portion of the locomotion would be really nice. Uh, the box attack that that happened was pretty brutal, though. After the match,
3: yeah, they like busted him open. Yeah, um, but this was a really, really, really fun eight-man tag. Whenever, whenever Dragon Gate does these like really long eight or ten-man tags as Kirk in main events, they're pretty much always awesome. So, you know, this was another really awesome one. Um, So then we had a lot of stuff in the post-match. Doi basically still wanted to fight back against Berserk. He told Kotoka, you know, Kamami got to strike back against him. And Kotoka said he came back to wrestling with one goal and one goal only to destroy Rzerk. And Shingo is like...
0: I find it so uh, funny that he still wears his berserk gear. I know.
3: Yeah. It's really, it is really funny They he still... Like, what are you supposed to do? Go back to wearing the World 1 gear, I guess? But, um, but yeah. I so mean,
0: Kato- since he's pretty much going to be in the third incarnation of World 1 pretty soon, yes.
3: yes. Um, but... So, so, Dory and Katoka, they, they were going to have a match, um... But they need a third guy because they didn't want to fight just Dora and Katoka. And then when Speedstar hit, this crowd lost their fucking shit. Me too. And Yoshido runs too. out. Yoshido runs out and he's like, motherfucker, here I am. And uh, But he made sure to, to know that this, he wasn't here to form a permanent team with Dora and It's There's only going to be one night. And my. My you That know, is my re- so
0: obvious, like, can we please stop yes. with this but he was narrative like, construction Look, of like, oh, we're not teaming up, this is just for one day, blah, yeah. blah, blah, we are my, just fighting, we fight together, but we're not going to team up, like, bitch, we know
3: you're going to <laughs> up. my up. My reaction was sure jammed. Just cut to the chase already. My <laughs> reaction, um, I don't, I don't know, like, I it makes sense for you to say that and be like, he knows what kind of person Doy is, Doy turned on him twice. Of course
0: it makes sense. Doy turned on him sense.
3: twice, Okay. He should be he should be hesitant to team up with this man for a third time, but um, so that makes sense. But we all know that this is leading to a Doi, Yoshi, Katoka, um, maybe Shimizu, um, maybe Sachi. I don't I don't know if Sachi going to be in it or not. Um, you could put one of the new guys in it, maybe. But this should be a pretty cool unit. World One Three. This time it's personal.
0: World One Universal. <laughs>
3: We are world I one. That's how they're
0: going. To be. I decided that that's how they need to be called. Their color scheme needs to be silver and purple. Yes. Um. And also, Kotoka should go back to the long tights just because I thought they fit him better.
3: Um. The other big news of the post of the post uh, show or post match end of show thing was Doi challenging Amato for the Dream Gate. Now there was some confusion here on the Dream Gate challenge, where Jay originally was like. It's not for ju- final gate. We don't gate, know it's when it's going to take place. But no, but he did. He did cl- clarify that even though it's not yet confirmed, it's probably going to be final gate. So that is going to be the final gate dream gate match. It sounds like. Um, we also are going to get a Dory Darts on December first to set up a match. It would be second December Kurikin. So that'll be cool. But yeah, Dory and Yamato. I. It's obviously a little early predicted, but I think Dory's probably going to win the dream gate.
2: I hope he does. I, I I hope he does eventually. But I feel like we've gone through a year of either you, you had a zero key champion with uh, you had a zero key champion with with, Shimizu, with not Shimizu, Susumu. You had you had you had Shingo only get one key before he dropped it again to Yamato. Now Yamato has one key. I no, I, I have a feeling that you're right, John. I just. It feels like it's kind of soon to take the belt off Yamato when his reign was really hampered by Summer Adventure Tag League and only getting one defense against Tazawa. Like I would, I think it's going to happen, but I would like it to be a little later. Like I would like it to be like Champion Gate, but I think yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um,
3: so anyone I don't know. It?
0: I mean, I I, I totally like. I totally understand where you guys are coming from. Um, especially you, John, because um, you've been expressing a lot of, um, as I like to call them, uh, gay emotions, which are gay <laughs> emotions, um, towards Doyle lately.
3: Doy's oh, great. I love. I'm him. pretty
0: sure you said you wanted to marry him at some point, like <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, too late. Um, and uh, I like. I totally, totally understand where you guys are coming from. The thing is that, and I, I'm gonna, just going to repeat what I said like one or two episodes ago, is just that I have such a hard time seeing Doi as a top guy, as, and not as a top guy, as the top guy.
3: Um, yeah, I I, I do
0: and I was saying, I think I was talking to, I was, saying, I think it was you, Mike, that I was talking to you about, is that unfortunately the timing is like extremely off yeah but I would love for doi and Yoshino to actually win the summer adventure tadley next year ten years to the day that they won not to the day but ten years to the year that they won <laughs> the f- <laughs> that they won the first one because you know I just i'm I'm gay for symbolism like that and but this is a symbolic I think company the time yeah is really off sadly but I would love for that to happen and i just I would rather doi have a really Solid, really solid. Babyface Twin Gate reign with Yoshino or someone else, but it's probably gonna be with Yoshino. <laughs> um, let's be honest. Than um, than um, then a Dream Gate reign, just because I have such a hard time as a wrestler, as a character, seeing him as the single top guy.
3: Yeah, no, I understand because there was that problem a little bit during his title reign, even, but. I don't know. I feel like it's been long enough. And I want to see him get a second chance. He even said it himself during this when he was no, trying know, to be Like the door, and there's like, no rule to say the door to dreams can only be opened once, which I thought was a really cool line. But yeah, and,
2: I, and Kay, like I know, I know. Like we also talked about this. Like him being the guy is something that when he had his face turned, I wasn't very comfortable with because I was like, oh wait, you have Yoshino who's the most over guy in the company. You have you have Yamato, you have Shima, so I kind of slot him kind of in a Hulk kind of position on the ladder, and I, I guess I've been a little bit more pleased with his face turn, like he's kept some of the edge, and I think that that was is helping him out, but I feel like that, I don't want to say rehabilitation, but I still feel like that there's still like some time he needs before he takes that title.
1: My other fear is that, and this is not a slight on Yamato, but, you know, he wins the title, then it's Summer Adventure Tag League, then it's two months focused on Tozawa, and you have to think at this point, maybe the title reign is a wash, and, and that even though is one of the best wrestlers in the world, he's incredibly talented, that this reign just, it's not gonna work, and that... For as long as he holds the Dream Gate, there's gonna be that. Uh, I mean, remember when we were so excited about Yamato finally holding the Dream Gate again? Whereas if you give it to Doi in December, all of a sudden it feels fresh again, and now you've got you've got yeah. a restart. Whereas I think the, the main mm-hmm. event scene is is gonna feel a little dead as long as Yamato's champion, unless he really turns it up and changes thing, changes things.
0: Yeah, I would. I mean, you know, I would love for that for 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 him to to do that because I'm a Yamato die through and through. Um, but it, it is true that Doi winning the title would be a feel-good story, kind of kind of the same kind of redemption story that really Yamato had earlier this year. Um, and I mean, that, that would be the way that I could kind of bring myself to accept him, if maybe winning the title later this year. But I just really, and maybe, you know, that's just my own blind bias, but I really want to give Yamato more time. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Can just drop the title at Truth Gate or Champion Gate, but I don't know. There's just there's just this frustration in me about the way that things panned out, and that was kind of out of the hands of everyone
2: mm-hmm.
0: because the timing of things was just something that I don't think anyone could have predicted. And it's funny because, but I, and I'm I might touch on that. Um, in our, the Year in Review episode um, uh, later this year, but it's funny because Dragon Gate's year was so clearly segmented into two parts. Like, very, very, very clearly. And um, with the first part being exciting as fuck and the second part being kind of like, what's happening? All <laughs> and, right. and I still love Dragon Gate, obviously. I, I, I really, really do, but... You have gotta admit that the second part of the year was a little bit of a confusing time for everyone involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: I, okay. I, I would put that kind of because I kind of see it the same way. I would kind of put like the two periods like up till Kobe World, and then like this, yeah, exactly. and, and exactly. then like Summer Venture Tag League going oh, into uh, mm-hmm. that. Team Tazawa Kira farewell tour. Yeah,
0: Mm-mm. absolutely. That's what I would. Uh, that's what I would say too.
2: Mm-mm. But it, it's going to be interesting. I really liked, and I'm going to just directly read from Jay's site how Doi was playing dumb about Doi darts. Like everyone knows that Doi darts is his thing, but that he was, was like. So cute. He, he was just like where Yamato was like it's almost December, there's only two Korkin shows left December korkin Nurky doi December korkin nurki doi like i i, I kind of like that he was just like playing dumb about it. I thought that was great
3: so um, yeah, so that was the Korkin show i, I had a gr- i I had a lot of fun with the show, even though it was kind of on the short side it wasn't. Right. It wasn't the best Hurricane of the year or anything, but just the unpredictability of it was fun. And the main event I, made up for I a lot of say, The main event was great.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. I will say I, I, I agree with you on that in that I thought the um, semi-main and the main were very, very good. Um, I liked that we saw development with the rookies. But this show felt really, really weird. Yeah. Maybe it was going into it not knowing the card and so kind of um, being taken along for the ride instead of getting excited for stuff. Um, but it's like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Um, but it was a little bit, like I said, maybe it just felt weird for me because I was still kind of in that state of denial where I was just expecting Tozawa to show up like midway through the show. Um, until I, until I like, Half remembered, half realized, but it, I don't know, it felt, it had a weird atmosphere. Am I making any sense right now? No,
2: no, no, I completely agree with you. <laughs> like, and I kind of made a comparison about this on Twitter, and I know I follow this company. I don't think either you or John do that much, but this really felt like they took the, uh, mystery vortex concept from pwg and it just kind of like i don't know if this was the right place to have a all mystery show especially with like the tozawa kind of fallout like the the stuff with the i with the young boys was great like you immediately got him they they are immediately now a factor in a way that had that that hasn't really happened recently but like it just kind of it, it was kind of like a hangover like the like the the last two matches yeah, were great. That's
0: very. That's a very good way to describe it, actually.
2: But yeah, I mean, it, The one thing that I kind of took out of the show, and this is not just me, just being all about the big cat, but that match for people <laughs> that just. I w- so I I I I love Hugh. i he's now my guy that Tozawa's left. Uh. If anyone's looking Aww. for, like, a quick, like, 10-minute match, that is a fun... Like, I remember Rob Naylor used to do, like, these 10-minute sprint, like, compilations where there's, like, short 10-minute matches. This was a very fun 10-minute match. So, mm. yeah. I guess that's my last thought on Cork, and I've kind of... I kind of ranted on and on about it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so,
3: Corkin Kirk and, Kirk and was a... It was a show.
0: I, I just want to say I really like the I really like the Hangover comparison because that's that's the closest thing to describing how I felt watching it.
3: So um, so anyway um, that was the Kirk and show. Let's let's quickly do some, let's quickly do some of these. We we did get a couple questions. Want to do this quick? Yeah,
0: listener question I need
3: to need to do some laundry and eat some dinner and go about my day here. I know okay, it's, like, what, like, midnight? <laughs> it's, like, midnight for you, right?
0: It's, uh... Yeah, it's 11.30, so I just... And also, my head, like, really hurts, but
3: Aww. it's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's fine.
0: Every part of my body hurts at one point or another of my day, so...
3: Um, so, Al the Rogue sent in a question. Now that Hugh, Shun, Futa have actual personas, where do the panel think they'll be in five years' time? Um, I would imagine... I would imagine... Ben Benkei will probably be a main eventer. Um, mm-hmm. Hugh will probably be... I mean, a he will player.
0: be 30 years old in five years. Yeah. Hugh
3: Watanabe... Will... Did John just cut out? John?
0: John?
2: We lost John again.
0: <laughs> okay. So, Mike, where do you think the rookies will be in five years?
2: Uh, I'll actually piggyback off of what they were saying. Uh I think that Benkei, really, because of his age, is going to be... He's going to have somewhat of a rocket to him that if he's... They're going to at least try yeah. to see if he's main event potential. Like, you have to, especially... I just, Sorry? Uh, mm? I was going to say, like... No, no I was,
0: I was going to say, the funny thing is that he's the same age that Yamato was when he debuted.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: And Yamato won his first Dream Dreamgate within four years, I think, of his debut.
2: Yes, so, so I think like there's yeah. going to be like a it? short clock on him. To say that, like mm-hmm. that, I mean, it, this is going to be a case like T. Hawk, where like T. Hawk still is a really young guy, so that that like they're able to rehabilitate him with this. Like you're going to get like one really solid shot for him, and you have know, to see from there. Um, uh, where do you see him? Me? Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, hopefully successful because I think he should be, um. I think, I don't know if they're going to strap the Dreamgate to him in five years, kind of the same way that they did with, uh, with, with Yamato, but in five years, I think he'll be the leader of his own unit.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I
1: didn't, I didn't think about oh, that. I mean,
0: and that definitely, a maybe, lot. Answer, maybe not. What?
1: Okay, I was, I was agreeing with you. I think the leader of his own unit's a very good thing to look at, and that's a good prediction.
3: Hmm.
0: i mean i I said on twitter that um it would be really cool if you know off of their really cool standoff with shima if the rookies kind of form their own little unit but that's obviously like i don't know who said it maybe andrew i can't remember uh that's way too close to the millennials and i obviously agree because that's you would be doing the same concept like three years apart which well it's kind of what matt blanke and Verzer did like one right after the other but we give berserk a pass on everything anyway so
3: um
0: but yeah but i was and then i was thinking of kind of a thing like mochizuki gun like yeah taking all the rookies under his wing and teaching them the way of of life the way of the soul of the king of the kicker i fucking hate this nickname so much uh, it,
2: it, it's so bad it's great um so here.
0: Oh, he, I think Heo could be a Braidgate champion in five years.
2: Yeah, I, I see him kind of in that vein. For I i
0: to put him on that path,